Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. I'm Kyle, joined by my brother Keenan and Camden. Camden, what's up? Camden Dennis. KKK. KKK, as we were once dubbed controversially. (laughs) All all African-Americans, too. (laughs) All people of color. We're taking back the name, man. (laughs) We're taking it back. (laughs) Two-thirds of us are part of the light skin. Yeah. Two thirds of us were part of the light skin delegation, but uh, I thought I was back in your life. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, I thought. You Before thought. you guys were doing you videos, thought. you could have went by with that. Yeah, I you got the. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. We could have. We could have. Absolutely. We could have. We could have. Uh, listen, we got an NBA playoff preview for you guys. Uh, part one was the preview of the playing games, which will be tomorrow night. This will be a full playoff preview. And uh, we are going to start with, you guys want to jump right into it? pencil out. All right. Let's jump right into awards. Um, Let's, uh, so I want to start, what award do you want to start with? Improved. Let's start with most Roll improved. Kind of go Roll from like bottom to top if you want to count awards, yeah. even okay. though most improved okay. I think is a very big award. I, well, all of them are big. Um, so I'll start off because I'm already speaking. I've got Shay as my most improved. I know <sighs> people, I know people had Lori and Lori's my guy. That's a good one. But. The, it's a good one. The reason why I went with Shea over Laurie is Laurie, he went from 31 to 34 minutes. He upticked in about 11 points a game. So I completely understand if people go with that. Shea only upticked in like less than a minute. He went up seven points. He went up 6% free uh, field goal, 4% from three. And most improved sometimes goes to the guy who ends up in a different situation. Like, uh, Lori was on the Cavs. He was the third option, really, behind um, Darius Garland and Evan Mobley there. And then he became a number one option. Shea was the number one to a number one option. Like, he was the same last year to this year. And it just showed how much better he got in his game comparatively to just being in a different situation. Not taking anything away from Lori because, obviously, you have to put in the work to be now go from nothing to an all-star starter. So, more kudos to him, but for me personally, that's why I got Shane. Man, <laughs> I am a person. I'm a person where, like, no hard feelings, Caden. I hate that pick. I hated that Jaw got a most improved pick. That's not what that award is for, man. Shay's a star, and he was a star last year. So, I disagree. To me, it was tough. Now, you said Lori, and he's my two for most improved. I'm going Mikael Bridges, dude. Mikael Bridges, even though it was the latter half of the year, dude, he went off. And he took that team, kept him in the playoffs, yep. kept that Nets team in the playoffs. He was putting up numbers that I did not expect from him. He was leading that team where that team had a whole change. They had star-studded offense there and then he went in there with nobody and he had clacks and all this stuff going on he had a whole new shift in teams and he brought what he had there so for me it's between laurie and mikhail he did have ben simmons yeah ben simmons sure (laughs) (laughs) um but my pick yeah my my pick's mikhail because he's what did he have 27 at towards the end of the year averaging 27 a game just going off Yep, so Something I'm like going that. with Mikael Bridges for my pick. Okay. But Lori makes sense to me. Lori makes sense. Shay, hard X. But. <laughs> <laughs> Kaden, I respectfully hate that pick. <laughs> let me. 
Let me disagree with Camden's first part of that statement because I would rather a player who, you know, has the same amount of workload, same amount of minutes, who actually improves their game rather than what they usually do, which is like if someone mm-hmm. gets an uptick in minutes, you know, um, where I do think Lori differs. Yeah, absolutely. Is that he was a starter yeah. before, right? Like he's been a starter. Um and I'm going to make a case. You made, first of all, I love the Mikel Bridges pick. I think that's a great pick. I don't, I don't think he'll get it, unfortunately, but I think he makes the most sense, honestly. I think he makes the most sense. I love the Shea pick uh, because that's right in line with Jaw. You know, you could have, Keaton, we've made this argument before. You especially made I this argument. I would have given it to Steph. Curry could have got it in 2016 went, along with the MVP. He went from, he went from 24 mm-hmm. to 30. Now, here, here's where I see Cam inside of this. Here's what I'll say in regards to SGA. He's supposed exactly. to be in this position. Right? We expected him. That's the reason why he was in the Paul George trade was we eventually saw this out of him. Maybe not. We didn't see maybe 30 a game out of him. You know, but we did six, see number one option. We did yeah, see. That's fair. I think that's, that's fair. That's, that's, that's very fair. Him, but go on. That's very fair. So if you gave me, and you know what's funny is I told Camden, uh, you know, same with Kim, you know, I was like, you know, do this, not what you think. They're going to vote, but do it as if mm-hmm. you had an NBA vote, right? Like, if they, you were on the voting list. So, if I truly had a vote, I would probably give it to one of the two people you said, either SGA or Mikel Bridges. But I'm going to make the case for Lori, and that's like part it. of it is, like I just said, the fact that he was a starter prior. The fact that SGA, we expected him to be here. We did mm-hmm. not expect Lori Marketing to be an all-star this year, Right. We could have expected maybe a jump and some improvement in the workload he got, but we yep. did not expect him to be a number one option, an all-star. And, uh, you know, them gunning for a playoff spot, they obviously didn't make it yeah. into the playing spot, but they were there the majority of the year. So that would be my case for Lori. Uh, I like your picks better than mine. I really <laughs> do. I wasn't even thinking SGA, honestly, but I kind of hope SGA wins. I really do. But I'm going to go with Lori. Uh, no, no, he... And he'd be dunking he catches, on people he way more than the other two. Like. He catches legitimate bodies. So. Him and Jeff Green are two big he is, bodies. He is very much, I was just going to say, he, he is, he he is, is white Jeff Green. He will be dunking Absolutely. on people when he's past Absolutely. his prime. So, yeah. So, yeah, my pick, that's my case for Lori, but I, I like too. all three picks here, especially all right, your all so two. I, but, um, I did the yeah, first one, Camden. You choose the Kim, second one. Next? Which one do you want to go next? <clears throat> Let's go... The one that I think is indisputable. So we'll, but we'll see. And I'll go defensive player of the year. And oh, you jumped right into a major award. I just think that this was not disputable, in my opinion. Okay. But we'll see. For my pick for this okay. one, right. it's Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think that. That man, even though he missed the beginning of the year and his minutes played isn't as long as others, when he plays, he is the best defensive player in the NBA on the planet. He can guard anybody. He's blocking people. I think he's tough for anybody around him. I think the other people on my list that are close have defensive players around them that um, they help. Their team defensively help them so much. And not that the Grizzlies have a bad defense. I just think that Jaron Jackson Jr. is a rock star. So he's my pick for defensive play. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you go next. <laughs> okay. I see what we're doing. Going clockwise here. So 
Defensive Player of the Year has turned into very much a an NBA yeah. nerds award, right? Um, Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson does not play even no. thirty minutes a game, right? But statistically, and especially yep. if you look at the advanced stats, mm-hmm. he's like off the charts, right? I don't watch fucking defense going. You know what? He might be a plus defender, but mm. let's see what the advanced stats say. You know what I mean? If I was going to break it down, whenever I'm watching defense, it's for yep. like who's the best defensive player I see on the floor. All right. Quick aside, very quick aside. I do not I think Marcus Smart was the best defensive yep. player last year. I think that was a belated award. I think it was a belated award. I would have gave yeah. it to Marcus Smart in 2020. I thought he was the yeah. best defensive player all around in 2020. And I thought he declined, and I thought it was a very belated award. Now, the best player I see with my two eyes playing defense, who I'm like, damn, dude is wrecking havoc out there. Keenan just mentioned him, is Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. I love watching Drew Holiday play defense. Um, he is for sure the best Absolutely. Yep. guard I agree defender, with that. I believe. You can throw you can throw Alex Caruso in there. Lonzo you can throw healthy. Alex Caruso in there. Is up there. Um, you know, Marcus Smart. I put Derek White Lonzo in there healthy. too, bro. Derek Marcus Smart's taking a step back, Derek but I think yep. Derek White's GP good. Too. Derek White. Derek White's he gets after it. He's got the wingspan. GP, of course. He can he's yeah, he's gonna be an improvement for uh Golden State, especially uh coming off the bench. Um but Drew Holiday to me is the best defensive player as far as just wreaking havoc. Like, you know, whatever you're trying to do offensively, he's gonna fuck it up. He's gonna cause chaos, all that. So he makes life he a living hell he for your opposing ball handler. And uh, I think I think this award has very much turned into who is the best rim protector. And then it's even hard to quantify that because like I don't know. I feel like I would take on any given day to protect if I was starting a team and I wanted someone on my back line, I would take someone like Embiid or even AD when he's at his most active before someone like Jaron Jackson, before Rudy Gobert. Um, How, I think even if Draymond plays more games, I, I think, think he's Draymond one of the best all-around defenders of time in the league. Was so, the best yeah. defender Still, in the league, even, like even as a decline. Maybe 2015 to 2018, yep. and that's, that's, even, with, and that's even with Kawhi. Like, yep. it's, and Kawhi could do it on ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, Kawhi, Kawhi is a better all around. on ball. But He's better all around, but Kawhi was... Passing, like, like, Draymond is kind of almost a portion of Kawhi on ball. Not ex- not as good, but, like, a portion of Kawhi on ball and, like, LeBron off ball. Like, put yeah. that together in, like, his rotations and everything. So, I thought Draymond Green was, like, the best in the league for a few years. Sure. So, two things. If I'm going to speak to Kyle's point... On who, when I watch games, who's the best defender, I would give it to Giannis. I think that Giannis is okay. the way he defends the basket, the way he obviously he has help because he has who probably is going to win the award in Brooke Lopez, and he has who could have won the award in Drew Holiday, which is why their team's really good. But mm-hmm. I think when Giannis can go on any person, doesn't matter. He can guard and bead one possession and then guard jaw another possession. They're obviously not on the same team, but you know what I mean. So I would give it to Giannis as who's the best defensive player in the year it was. I think the best defender and this I know and this is I agree with Camden. I think it's Jaron Jackson Jr. I understand not the advanced analytics, but if you just look at like per thirty six, he has more blocks per game than Brooke Lopez, mm-hmm. more steals per game. I mean, if you want to go to the advanced no, I was going to say, if you want to go, I was going to say, <laughs> I was just saying, when he plays, he plays. But I was going to say, even so, if 
Okay. Um, How about anyways, when he, he plays 36 thir- He averaged three blocks a game this year, and he averaged <laughs> more than Brooke Lopez when mm-hmm. not. He averaged more than he averaged he, more than Brooke Lopez. He averaged three blocks a game. Three blocks yeah. a game. Minutes. He averaged more than Brooke Lopez did when playing on the Dude floor. Dude was a menace. He played when he I played he he on like... the floor. He was amazing. Yes, I understand that. I understand that when you're looking at these things, you don't always. He wasn't always available. So if you want to take that into consideration for him, then sure, sure. you can do that. That's fine. But when he's on the floor, you cannot deny that he has been arguably the most impactful defender this year. I agree. Uh, but anyway, so Kyle, yours would it's be fair. Drew Holiday. Okay. That's that's yes. honestly I'm Which fine I with like that. I like the pick. I like the I'm pick. I'm fine with that. All right, so you could go with like four dudes on that team. I will say Triple J would probably be two. <laughs> you really could. You really could. They're it would be two, Kyle. So it's my pick. I'd probably have to give it to Triple J, despite all the shit I just talked about him. And I wasn't talking shit. It's more so, sixty-three games, uh, the level of minutes and. You know, I don't know. Drew Holiday, I just lean towards a perimeter yeah, player. Yeah, unless when you I'm have someone like Hakeem who is just fake. Um, you know, but he like, ri- I know yeah. what you mean. Or like Tim Duncan or someone like that. I get what you're saying. But you can't sneeze at three blocks a game because, I mean, shit, you hardly get people averaging two blocks a game. So for him to average three in 28 minutes. If I'm going to be honest with you that. also, if I think best but, defense. Yeah, if I. I and he can switch this, out. And he can switch out. I said this on so last year when we were talking pick. with Marcus Smart. I honestly think that if you go, if you give everybody, say, only played 36 minutes, I think Rob Williams might be the best defender in the league. That's fair, too. Yep. If you Honorable men, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, but, like, if everyone's playing 36, like, yeah. you saw it in the NBA Finals last year. When he wasn't he on the floor, the Warriors got Curry getting to the basket was easier. Their pick and roll game was easier. Mm-hmm. Their. Three, their motion was easier. When Rob was on the floor, he was able to switch out on Steph a little bit, make it more difficult for him. Plus, you would have him in the paint blocking yeah. every shot, and if not blocking, contesting every shot. So I think if you go just everyone was per 36, which is obviously it's not how it works, but if everyone played 36 minutes production-wise, I think Rob Williams would probably put up the most production. Yeah. Yep. I'll say Evan Mobley was nice this year too, though. Yeah, yeah it's possible. He is a menace. Yeah, you could make a strong case for Evan Mobley. Yeah. Evan Mobley had on the number one defense, yes. by the way, and an yes. incredible help set defender. Uh, I really he's he should he have should. a stronger case, honestly. Like even more so. Like I said, Drew Holiday, but in general, in the voting, I think Mobley mm-hmm. should be in the top yep. three. Probably. Uh, Kyle, so what, like which one out. do you choose next? First of all, I just want to respond to Rob Williams. It'd be nice if Rob Williams could play. <laughs> yeah, games I agree with that. I would appreciate yeah. that. Um, but I'm going to go Zero. with six man of the year. Let's let's do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a bit of a hedge, right? So I would have no problem if either one of these two of Malcolm Brogdon or Emmanuel okay. quickly won the award. Uh, I think it's going to come down to those two. Uh I think Derek White ended up starting more when it came to injury than Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, quickly got some run in when uh, Brunson was injured, but not a ton. Uh, so, okay. I don't know. I feel like both yeah. are very deserving. Uh, Brogdon stayed healthy for the most part. You could even argue Derek White and Brogdon could split the award. But again, I think Derek White 
got in more than Brogdon as far as like replacing Marcus Smart or whoever. So yeah, I'll pick I'll I'll lean towards Brogdon just because you know I'm a Celtics fan, blah blah blah. But I'm not mad at either one of those two winning the award. So Brogdon slash Emmanuel Quigley. Sure. Okay. I'm good with those. Um, me personally, I went with neither one of those two. <laughs> um, I actually I actually went with Bobby Portis. I think that Bobby Portis was very he was very consistent. He played seventy games this season. So I think with his I was gonna say I know Giannis missed some time. He can't always came up the bench, but Giannis missed some time. If Brooke Lopez missed it, like whomever, he was able to be in there and that second unit offensively, it's not like you could fully run it through him, but he definitely could run some offensive sets through him. Very good shooter, space the floor, but also can also was going to get you almost 10 rebounds a game. So I personally would go Bobby Portis, but Emmanuel Quickly or Malcolm Brockton, either or I wouldn't definitely disagree with. Yep. Um, for me, you guys said two dudes that I totally agree with. I think Malcolm Brogdon is the most – pure six man because he pretty much came off the bench every game whereas quickly did start a few and not that it like off balanced his stats but like when he started he played better than when he came off the bench yeah um and brogdon came off the bench and was efficient the whole time um portis dude was unreal would come in there defensive meta scored the ball could start on a lot of other teams and just is great on that team but i know this is an interesting one but norman powell was literally the one that scored the most points a game. And um, so I think he has been just pushed down too far. He's my sixth man of the year. He's just came off the bench, put up points. He was, was nice. That. He, he would put up the most points out of any of those guys that we mentioned. He was really, really good. Um, and then, yeah, I think Powell that's did fair. really, really well this year. He's my sixth man of the year. Tyus Jones. Another person that's an option to me. He rocked it, but he started too much in the end, in my opinion. But yeah, I would say Powell. Okay. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that at all, but I like I like the variance there because I thought that was going to be one where we had two out of the three agree, but I like that we all, all have right, different All right, so I'm going to do this one just to right, get Kim. it over quickly. I don't really think there's anyone who's going to disagree. Coach of the year, Mike Brown, just going once, going twice. Anyone disagree? <sighs> Yeah, historic offense, literally. Thunder coach. Yeah, we had no idea where these kings were coming from this year. They rocked it. I have two picks under that that I think could win it, but Mike Brown is my number one. Yeah. Uh, Who are your two under? I'm I'm just curious who you'd have. Yeah. So, Thunder, Mark, uh, how do you say his last name? Dagonal. Dagonal, yeah, Dagonal. Yeah. Dude, that team, they don't have – they go into this year Thunder without coach. Chet, and they still look like they're probably going to make the playoffs. Um, I love that team. Youngest roster in the league, rocking it. They're playing well. Great defense. Second, so Taylor Jenkins. Yep. Taylor, no. <laughs> Taylor Jenkins um, of the Grizzlies. The drama that they went through with Jaw, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Bain injuries. Adams is down. Clark went down. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. went down at the beginning of the season. And they're still a five seed. They're still a five seed. They're still playing well. So those are my two other two people seed. in that list. Yep. Sorry, two You're right. Um, yep. But yes. So I would – I <laughs> Makes your yes. case even more with the two seed. 
Kyle, you go on. I don't know if you have anything to add or if Mike Brown's your guy too. Mike Brown is my guy. I was jokingly saying Thunder Coach. Uh, Camden couldn't pronounce his last name. I just call him Thunder Coach, kind of like how Bill Belichick is yeah. an e-coach in, uh, in Madden, right? He doesn't. So, yeah, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce his last name, so I, I just it. call him Thunder Coach. But he'd be second for me. He'd be second for me as well. Um, but number one absolutely would be Mike Brown. I don't think anybody expected a three seed out of them. Uh, they had the two seed really a lot of the year. Uh, I did expect playoffs for them, but I did not expect home court throughout the playoffs wow. or, you know, at least in the first round for them. So shouts to Mike Brown. Uh, second time winning the award, too, by the way. So good for him. And I uh, cannot wait for that series. Absolutely. Yeah, and so Mike we Brown have rookie of the sure. year and MVP. Save MVP for last. Uh, so Camden, you start off. Who is your rookie of the year? Paolo. 20 points a game up there with Luca and Braun. With being a few rookies that have done that, um, he was yep MJ. Um, he was expected all year to put up numbers like that, and he produced those numbers. They might have not got the wins, but he produced in a way that they ran the offense through him all year. There's a lot of really great rookies that I'd love to talk about later, but Paolo, definitely my rookie of the year. Absolutely, Caillou. Work. My preseason pick was Keegan Murray. That's huge. And mm-hmm. he broke the rookie record for threes. He starts, he at least splits time starting for the Kings, mm-hmm. if not one of the first off their bench, uh, plays a pivotal role on a playoff team. And that was my case for yeah. him winning the award previously. I do like leaning towards winning. However, I would definitely agree with Cam. I think it's Paolo's award to lose. Uh, he is... Much like Tatum, much like Melo, much like KD, is a scoring wing who is who was immediately NBA ready game one. Uh, it would be tough to take that award from him, even though Keegan Murray probably is contributing to winning more, you know? And I do think Orlando has a lot of talent to where when they do win, it's not necessarily just because of Paolo, but I do think Paolo was probably the most impressive rookie, so... I agree with Camden, Paolo, Keegan Murray, number two for me, but Paolo Banchero, ROI. Okay. And I I like the Keegan Murray shout out. He's definitely had, definitely had a good year, hundred uh, percent. Mine would be Chalk. It's Paolo. He played great from the start of the season to the end of the season. Obviously, you go through your rookie lulls and things of that nature, but just fine. But I don't think there's too much of an argument for it. Like, I mean, I guess you could try to present the case like Kyle did with Keegan Murray if you were going to, like why you would vote yeah. otherwise, but I'd be <clears throat> shocked if he didn't get the award. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Jalen Williams on the Thunder played really well at the end of the year. He's yep. been rocking it. And Walker Kessler kind of was doing some nice Double stuff, Jaylen. dude. Uh, Kessler. Yeah. And Kessler's underrated. He's very underrated. And it makes that Gobert trade look dumb dude like he's nice so yeah those are t- other people I that i think said, are good kyle and i talked about this at the time oh my god i thought that dumb trade was stupid to begin with and it's looks the worst trade i've ever seen i yep. thought it was stupid to the begin amount of with picks. So. that was pretty much the return on everybody everyone was, was saying like 
worst trade ever. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's got to be worse. That but now bad. it's, now it's, it's looking like the by far trade, the worst. The Celtics trade the like next, now yeah. you can make. But when we see the outcome of this one with the picks. That one's, yeah, that one's pretty when bad. When we see the outcome of this one bad. with the picks, it's going to be unreal. So Here's the, the difference with this one, though. You could very well make the case. He brings up Walker Kessler. You could very well make the case. Kessler for Gobert would have been a fair trade. Yeah, no, the you really could have they're getting out of Kessler. At, you know, in his rookie year, he was he was protecting the rim at yeah. a Rudy Gobert level. Uh, hey, Danny Ainge strikes again. I'll say that. Danny Ainge doing exactly what he did under the Brad Stevens mm-hmm. tenure for the Celtics, just rebuilding them on the fly, and they got a competitive team. That's likely a playoff team next year, or at least in the bubble hunt, depending on, you know, what their offseason looks like. But, MVP. Uh, so, MVP. Uh, Kyle, do you want to start off the MVP? I absolutely do. Uh, look, much like, so 2016, the first player you think about without a doubt, or in pertain to the regular season, you think yep. of Steph Curry, right? Um, I would say those years Giannis won, he's probably the first player you think about. Uh, 2018, 2019, 2019, 2020, 2020, whichever. I say that and I don't even know the year. Uh, this year, the first player I'm going to think about and pertaining to the regular season, it's going to be Joel Embiid. Uh, I think he deserves it mm-hmm. this year much more than last year. Uh, I think he raised his game that much. Um, he's unguardable. Like We've talked about it here before. He's pretty much completely erased the three-pointer from his game. Yeah. He'll attempt it one, maybe two a game. But everything for him is 15 feet in, and you cannot guard him. He's got a legitimate first step. Uh, he put up 33 a game. Uh, you can't keep him off the boards. When he wants to, like we'll see in the playoffs, like he's probably going to be up there with Triple J, the best rim protector mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You know, when he's locked in, he's scary. Uh yeah, and I think he was the most outstanding player throughout the regular season. Uh, Giannis is probably the best player. I think Jokic even held the lead probably for two-thirds of the season. I really do. But I think Embiid closed stronger. Uh, and he's just going to be the one I remember most. He really was a terror, especially after the All-Star break. It was he a terror. And uh, Philly was winning a lot of games because of it. You know, They had their best stretch from January up until probably mm-hmm. mid-March. I would say maybe even the beginning of March, probably up until Harden went out, and even when Harden went out, Embiid didn't flinch. He still good for you know on a given night, twenty eight and fifteen, a few blocks, a couple steals, and you know underrated playmaker. You know I think he passes well out of the post. He's a willing passer. Uh, he's not a black hole down there. I just think he's you know he's exactly what we thought he was gonna be as far as his potential, what his ceiling could be when. Uh, he was drafted mm-hmm. into the league. I think he's reached that. Uh, he's every bit of that right now. So, yeah, Joel Embiid is my pick. I like okay. It. Camden, you? Yep. Um, so. Yeah, you want me to oh, go next? Keenan, okay. Keenan's oh, next. Um, so, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right, the I'll order. I'll go next. That's, that's fine. Um, Joel Embiid said it's a historic season. Keenan's going to pick. Keenan. I think he's going to win the award. Uh, I mean, he's he has 30, 33 points a game for a center is unheard of pretty much since Wilt. I don't believe it's been done. Shaq never went over 30. Hakeem never went over. So, like, it's like 33 a game. It's been Mike, Kobe, Harden in the last, like, 40 years, essentially, who has been putting up, who's put up 33 plus. So, 
He's in rarefied air when it comes to that. He's done phenomenal this season. They the Sixers wouldn't be without where they are. So Giannis, I mean, sorry, Embiid would be that. Jokic had a great year, but I would honestly go with Giannis if I had a vote. I think that Giannis won 75% of the games he started. I think that he is getting into the point now where he's in the LeBron-Mike kind of thing where every year he could win it, but so which is why I'm fine with Embiid winning it. Because Kyle's right. When you think back on this year, you might think of Embiid, but like at the same time, Giannis was absolutely outstanding. He just wasn't talked about. Like you don't cover because yep. a lot of, especially in today's like climate, when you look back, what you're gonna see is what people cover. So when you see, oh, Embiid's doing this, you hear more from Embiid. You hear more like things grumbling around that. And then plus he's playing phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, just dropped 52 a couple weeks ago and scored over half his team's points. But I, I personally would just give it to Giannis. I think that he was the best player this season. It's true, <coughs> through and through. I think he won mm. the most. He was the best player this season. That's my personal. Yeah. I mean, my vote. I think that I agree with both of you in a lot of ways. Like Giannis was the best player on the best team in the league this year. Mm-hmm. And like LeBron, he could win it ev- like LeBron used to be able to win it every single year because he's just that type of player and it makes sense. And looking back on it, he might not get as many MVPs as he should in looking back on his history. But I do think that this is Embiid's year. I think that just the legacy and story of Embiid from last year to this year, where like last year, I think he should have got it too. But this year he really like went out there and um, showed the world who he was, brought Mm -hmm. that team to be like an awesome playoff team, him and Harden, really linked together this year, which was yep. awesome. And like you said, at towards the end of the year, he did score half of their points in one of their games that they won. Um, he missed a game where he did go against Jokic, but the last time he went against Jokic, like dude, demolished him. Like demolished him. He's defensively awesome, offensively awesome. He's a versatile big that we really haven't seen before that can still shoot the three. I think this year is Embiid's year, so it's something that we can remember him by. Um, Hot take. I think Jokic is the fifth best player for MVP this year. Fifth best. I would put literally Embiid. Okay, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? No, no, no. All of us say all Okay. No, 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 no. You're good. No, no, no. Let's hear hear the top five. Let's hear the top five. I would go Embiid, Uh Giannis. Yep. Then I would go Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. Then I would go Jokic, personally. The personally, analytics, that's my the five. analytics heads would. I hate disagree. <laughs> they would. They would. <laughs> but the game's would. not analytics. I'm just saying the analytics yep. heads would absolutely hate you it's for true. that. Let me, dude. I, I got. I do not like Jokic that much. That's just my thing. <laughs> um, he he is an offensive genius. The mm-hmm. man can do things that I've never seen a center do, and he's brilliant. But I fully believe that man is a liability on defense, that he's too tall to be a liability. That's my take. That's fair. Okay. Okay. You going, Kyle? That's fair. Um, can I just – let me let me just give Jokic because we haven't really mentioned him aside from this here fifth 
fifth in voting. Uh, I would have to have him above Tatum and certainly above Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I don't know whether I would have Giannis or Jokic at two or three. I kind of side with Jokic falling down to three just because of how he ended the season. He started not playing games at the end of the Mm -hmm. season. However, he still played more than both Giannis and Embiid. He played the most games out of them. Um, And if we're rounding up, his true numbers would be, especially at the the points per game, because he's at 24.5. So if we round that up, let's say 25, 12, Mm. and 10, a straight-up triple-double in those 69 games. Uh, Camden said... An offensive genius makes every right decision. Uh, he's a bucket because he's only shooting when it's a one-on-one chance. And oftentimes when it is one-on-one, it's either a wide-open shot for him or a bucket at the rim because he's bullying over whoever's guarding him. Uh, it's crazy how he's become underrated because of the discourse around him. I don't understand why so many people dislike this guy and dislike the fact that he's had two MVPs. I don't think he deserves three straight MVPs. Um, I think DeMarcus Cousins made a great case. I don't know if you guys heard this, but earlier in the week, DeMarcus Cousins said, I don't think he deserves three straight awards or three straight MVPs because that kind of puts him in the GOAT debate, which is very true, yep. which is why I think Larry Bird's almost underrated because everyone kind of leaves him out of that. Not GOAT conversation because, you know, GOAT's rarefied air, but Bird should Jimmy be talked about Bird. as a top seven eight guy more yeah. than he is Bird people kind of top three finishes in mvp the first so I agree nine with seasons, that. Of, seasons of his yeah. career just to yep. just to throw out just to throw that out and also for me for to sure. throw out for sure marcus cousins um, also said in that speech that he was a top three center in the league still just to say but <laughs> that's all <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. DeMarcus Cousins said DeMarcus Cousins is a top he three said center. That. Yeah, he said he would be top three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, D Cousins. I love it. Down. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Listen, listen, Boogie was both overrated and underrated in his career. I think he had the most talent. He didn't amount to wins very often, but he was – that dude was putting up unreal stats before he tore his Achilles Man, with the Pelicans, yeah. and I'm still sad to this day that yep. he tore his Achilles because I think, I think his career, I think he turns out to at least be, you know, someone who produces yeah. wins for you with someone next to him, right? Um, because he didn't really start to amount to wins until he got traded to the Pels with AD, and those two were literal. I was going to say monsters, but no, they played like monsters in the front court. Yeah. Like, shouts to Space Jam, shouts to the AAU squad, but <laughs> that's that's what they played like. And yep. uh, that's funny that he said that. That's kind of delusional, but hey, who are we? We're just sitting from our couches mm-hmm. at home. DeMarcus Cousins actually been there, done that. But, you know, for him to still see himself yeah. right behind uh, Embiid and Jokic, that's kind of insane. That's kind of insane. It but is. again, who am I to say yep. that? So, but yeah, all that originally to say Jokic has somehow become underrated. And, uh, you know, we'll talk more about Embiid, Jokic, and the rest of them in our next segment because we're about to do, drum roll please, we're about to do a uh, playoff team NBA draft. So there's 16, 16 teams in the playoffs. Right now we still got four teams fighting for two spots. All right. Uh, three of us here. So we will be drafting each five teams. One will be left over. Technically two if you want to be technical. And uh, we have a points system set up. Ken, do you want to read off the point system for this draft? This will be a snake draft, by the way. 
Yes, Kyle, I will read off the point system. So, for our NBA playoff draft, you get one point per win. You get three points for a series win. You get five points for a finals appearance. You get five points for a finals win. And you get minus five for a sweep. So, essentially, um, just to make sure we're clarifying this right. So, if a team wins four games in, like, a series, they would get one, two, three, four points for that for each win and then three points added for the series plus so three in total they would get seven for the first three rounds and for the finals they would get 25 is that correct i think so yeah in total if if they yeah. were to win yeah they could win up to i'm not even gonna do the total they could win a ton of points depending on how they go through if you add sweeps to that yeah they could end up getting buku points uh so the three of us, we will have live standings throughout the playoffs that we'll keep up with. And, uh, you know, we'll see who the uh, winner is. In fact, though, you know, as we're drafting, you will kind of see what we're uh, and by the way, we will see, too, on real time what each of us thinks of such team that we draft. You know, yeah. so you'll kind of get the prognosis of each team where we think they're going to land, where they're going to get eliminated. If they're going to get eliminated, do they make it to the conference finals? Do they get swept? All that. So you'll kind of get to see what we feel like for the playoffs, team to team, uh, Absolutely. Without, or with our draft order. And, of course, with the team that gets left over, whoever, team which that team is. that is. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I'm going to start. <laughs> whatever with, bum-ass what team we're gonna that is. What we're going to do is we're going to start Camden, then we're going to go Kyle, then we're going to go me, then go me, then Kyle, then Camden. What's up? I was actually – Time out. I was going to delegate. I was going to go. Obviously, Camden gets first because he's the guest, but I was going to delegate you second pick because you you're the younger brother. Yes. Like, I'm going to uh, go third. There we go. Okay. I, I get first pick That's, out of the way. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. What Camden, what's up, buddy? I'm going with indeed, the Milwaukee indeed. Bucks, man. Milwaukee it. Bucks. I don't know how you couldn't go without them with the first one. Best defense, loaded with defense players, and best team, in my opinion. I'm taking the Bucks. Um, so my quick question here is this. Are we going to say how many points we think they are going to get, or are we just drafting oh. in this and then as we go on? Okay, I wasn't sure. Just, I wasn't just drafting. Sure. Just drafting. Yeah. You give us your pro- – what you think they're uh... – I, 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 I could do the math. math. That's what I'm saying. You can. That's why you're gonna keep the. Okay. That's why you're gonna keep the standards. Okay, I, I was just gonna say I could do the math here right now just to check. But okay, if that's the case, then that's the case. <sighs> Second pick. Second pick. Huh? It's one or two teams. This is it. Um, I'd have to go Golden State with my second pick. <sighs> Good pick. Golden State is my second pick, I think. I mean, that should let you know what I think is going on in the West. It was between two teams. I don't want to give you the other one, but yes, that would be the pick. Okay. All right, Kyle, your pick. Your next two, actually. Hmm. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. My first pick, the third overall pick, and the 2023 yep. NBA playoff team draft will be. I'm going to go with the Celtics okay. of Boston. I like it. I've gone back and forth all year 
specifically the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. I think even the last time Camden was yep. on, I was leading more towards Philly than I was Boston. I have flipped back to Boston. Uh, not so much because of how they played, which they have improved yep. since we've last talked with Cam. Uh, I think actually the last time Cam came on, they had their best performance of that stretch when they faced the Kings mm-hmm. the night before. And prior to that Kings matchup, they were playing like dog shit. Yeah. And uh, they've had better energy. Um, they've been more consistent. They've been playing defense. They seem to figure out their rotations. I would imagine they have their strong nine. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned Rob Williams earlier, if Rob Will plays more, I think they're going to be more successful. Excuse me, more successful. Um, the reason why I give them the nod over Philly has everything to do with James Harden. Uh, he has not looked great since he got back from his, uh, I believe it's still a hamstring mm-hmm. injury, which has lingered in the past. Um, and look, if he's going to be number three in charge over there and is literally just going to, what, spot up and then dish, yeah. you know, be a true point guard over there, mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough to beat Boston, you know. It's got to be Harden at least giving you 20 to 24 points a game on top of the assists, and then you got Maxi. You know, pitching yep. in his 18 to 24, you know. And then on those nights where Maxi's going off, then maybe Harden can take a step back and, you know, rely on the threes. Like, that'll be okay in the first round. I think they can get by Brooklyn with that. But Fitz, Philly, Boston, which it looks like it's going to be second round, I have to go with Boston right now. You know, you put Jalen Brown or someone like that, Marcus Smart, to bother Harden. And then you really just are relying on Maxi and Embiid and whatever Tobias Harris decides to show up. <laughs> I'm relying on Boston all day because Embiid cannot beat Boston by himself. We've had Philly's number. Um, I don't think we're going to stop Embiid yeah. at all if that's the matchup. Yeah, we're not. But, <laughs> but I, you know, if if James Harden at all was, you know, yeah. if I could count on James Harden giving you 23, and because God knows he does not want to shoulder the load. I mean, he didn't want to do that when he was the number one option. So, you know. He's known to take playoff games off, and I think mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. He's taking regular season games off, uh, the big ones too. Like when he's got a big matchup, I do not like how he looks. Uh, so I trust Boston a little then, more. Um, yep. First pick of the second round, I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, my preseason pick mm-hmm. was Bucks Nuggets, I believe, for the finals. And even two weeks ago, I think if you would have asked me, I think mm-hmm. I would have still picked Denver over Phoenix. I still don't even feel good about picking Phoenix this early or picking them in a hypothetical matchup with Denver because I think Denver is deeper. And you know what? Just because of that, you know what? I'm going to flip-flop it. I'm going to go okay. Denver. Denver over Phoenix. Denver's deeper. I feel more confident in a draft setting picking Phoenix. I really do because it is Durant. It is Booker. But, man, can Kevin Durant stay healthy? He played only 47 games, I believe. Didn't even get to 50. It seemed like he was injured every three weeks. Uh, he's only played, I believe, eight games with the Suns. Granted, they're 8-0 and in those games. Uh, but an extremely mm-hmm. small sample size. Uh, and I do not think Phoenix has a bench at all. I think they're about seven deep. I really do. Now, the thing with that is KD and Booker are good enough to win you who knows how many games. You know, Durant is... As good as he wants to be whenever he steps on the court. Uh, but Chris Paul is a liability. And I think in a hypothetical matchup, I think Jamal Murray could cook Chris Paul. He's not the defender he once was. 
So I'm going to lean Denver, even though in a draft setting it does feel better to pick Phoenix. I feel like they're, I don't know. Even I was about to say I feel like they're the safer pick, but I really don't know. That, that matchup in particular, because it looks like our second-round matchup would be Denver and Phoenix, that matchup troubles me. And I think it would go seven. But I'm going to go Denver. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate you not picking Phoenix. That is my pick there. Um, So, (laughs) uh, yeah. So, uh, when it comes to it, yeah, they're 8-0 with Kevin Durant. I completely agree with what you're saying. Their sons are seven deep in the playoffs. To me, you only have to be seven to eight deep to win a championship for the most part. The question mark is going to be Chris Paul for this team moving forward and them getting to the conference finals, semi conference semis and conference and DeAndre finals. Aiden. Um, obviously injury is up there, but injury is up there with a lot of teams. If you're going to be honest, well, a lot of teams and a lot yep. of players could be getting injured. Like, like obviously the Lakers, the Warriors, the Suns, uh, the Bucks are pretty pretty healthy, but obviously the health of Chris Middleton has been in question, so that could derail. So it just uh, obviously Robert Williams for the Celtics. If we're talking health everywhere, like a lot of teams have players who are going to be pivotal who possibly could miss time because they've done it in the past. Um, and this draft wise, I can't fully only book on that. So yeah, I'm going Kevin Durant and Devin Booker because they're going to have two of probably the three best scorers on the floor mm-hmm. in every series. So, and obviously. In the playoffs, they can play. They've been, and also they have been one of the top five defenses in the league over their eight game samples. I understand it's small, so we don't know. But when all of them play together, they have been great defensively so far. Yep. Clearly, moving forward, we don't know. Yep. So with all that, I do have Phoenix as my second pick. I was hoping I'd be able to snag that one. I took. What say Wait, what you? Up? Hold yeah. on, real quick. Real quick, what say you? I know they got Durant now, so it's a bit of a different team, but they did lose. Like we said, they lost a lot of their bench. What say you to last year? They're in a game seven, and they were down approximately 85 points to the Dallas Mavericks. Do you think they no, have any because potential Kevin of that this year? Literally, um, because last year, like I'm going to bring up a couple different things. Like... Game seven, this is a completely different thing. Game seven uh, against the Warriors Rockets 2017. The Rockets couldn't, they missed like 27 straight threes. Um, You have that last year, like they couldn't get shots offensively. Kevin Durant's a walking bucket. Even Kevin Durant played bad against the Celtics. He played a bad series. They were never really blown out of any of those games. Those games came down semi-close and they still, Mm -hmm. just Kevin Durant is so good offensively that if, a team goes on a 7-0 run, an 8-0 run. It's a move, clear out the side, KD, you go do your thing real quick, and you go good as two points. Stop the bleeding. Sure. So that's kind of where I go with that. I could not imagine that with Kevin Durant. I will say before Camden goes, one thing that definitely works against me in a hypothetical Denver-Phoenix matchup. Mm-hmm. Camden alluded to Jokic's defense. I do think it's kind of overblown. He is a liability in the pick and roll. He is. But I think overall, as a team defender, he's he's okay. And the stats would prove that. Yeah. You know? He's not a plus defender, but not a minus defender either. But the type of coverage they play in the pick and roll, they play a lot of drop coverage that very much benefits three players. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. So team for team, I still like Denver a little better. But 
I do think that matchup is troublesome for my second pick being the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Cam, yeah. go ahead. So with my the final pick of the second round, um, I'm going to go specifically with a team in the West because my other team's in the East, and I'm looking for the most points. So I'm going with the Grizzlies. I'm going to go with the Grizzlies for my final pick. They're young. They are also, they had, like I said, a lot of drama, but they're coached well. They they know what they're doing, and I think that jaw can be something electric. This might be a hot take, too. I think that they have, in terms of depth, one of the best, if not the best, backcourt in the league with um, jaw Desmond Baines, better than I thought it would be, and Tyus Jones is legit. I would so take Golden I think State's this, better. Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, Dante yeah. DiVincenzo, GP2. Yeah, I would I say know, they're better. Know, That's my I personal know. opinion, but it's you know what? Say, yeah. that, I think I, for me, Poole's not my favorite because he's streaky, and I think, like I say for a lot of people, liability on defense. That's fair. But um, That's fair. I, I Yeah, I really like Bain. He, he's an Desmond awesome Bain player. Desmond play. Bain's nice. He can yep. play. He can play. And their defense is good. And I, I would have them even higher up if they had – Steven Adams, just because he's that mm-hmm. veteran type of guy that you'd want. Absolutely. And Brandon Clark's not there, so that's the type of stuff that they're missing. But I think Jock can have a bounce-back time, and also I just love that team. So I'm going with the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. and then with my next pick, I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going with Philly because that's who I think is going to win MVP. Um, it's Doc Rivers. I know Doc Rivers has not had a lot of success recently. And I know James Harden hasn't had a lot of success recently. Yeah. But that combo, they got a lot to gain if they go to the ship. They've got something to prove there in Philly. Um, Absolutely. And if it doesn't work out this year, I think that it's going to be tricky for them to get out of it. So they're really going to push hard. Um, and I think that it is a tough matchup for the Celtics in the next round. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see both those teams play, but my, my last back-to-back picks for Philly and um, Memphis. Okay. All right. Now I'm going through my lineup of what I think is going to happen. Okay. So that means I am picking the Cleveland Cavaliers. I like, uh, so with the Cavs, They've been one of the best defensive teams in the league this year. They have a true all first team all NBA guard right now in Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be battling with Steph, Shea, Ja, a couple others for that position. It's going to be really interesting to see who they give what or who voted what. Um, but Darius Garland has had a little bit of an underrated season just because he's been behind Donovan Mitchell, but Don, but Darius Garland's had a really good season as well. He's been very efficient with what he's been doing. I think that team has the capabilities of winning their first round matchup against the Knicks, especially without Julius Randle for either the majority or all of that series for sure. And then in that second series against Milwaukee, as I don't think they're going to beat them, I do think they're going to give them a tough series. If they were, if the Cavs were playing the 76ers per se, yeah. as I've had the preseason, I think I might have them beating the Sixers. But it's fair. They're they're playing 
a juggernaut, in my opinion, in the Milwaukee yep. Bucks. So I go with the Cavs here. And Kyle, what do you have? So the last pick of the third yep. round, am third I correct? Round. Third round, right, uh, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Lakers. Got the Lakers. Uh, I think it's a seven-game series with Memphis. I would lean, I would lean towards Memphis, but I would not be surprised at all mm-hmm. if the Lakers won that series and we see them in a round two matchup with the Warriors. Um, Brandon Clark and Stephen Adams being out—that means LeBron and AD. I mean, AD already lives at the rim, but LeBron especially is going to live at the rim. Um, and listen, what do the refs love more than giving LeBron calls? They love nothing more than giving LeBron calls. LeBron's going to live at the line in Memphis. They're going to give the Lakers every chance to be in that series, even when they don't want to be. So if there's ever a time where they're down 3-2 to the Grizzlies, uh, you best believe the refs are going to make sure the Lakers are in that game. Uh, I mean, Bron's going to make sure of that anyway. Uh, I don't have much faith with them past around two, hypothetically. What's up, Keenan? I have a question for you when you're – you keep going. I have a question for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you said you think that Memphis, L.A. can go seven, correct? You're betting against LeBron mm-hmm. in a game seven? Mm. That's why I think it's very – I said I would lean towards Memphis in a series overall, but am I okay, betting I against LeBron? I was just I checking. I was that. just checking. I know, yeah. I know that. that you sound but like – in the way you're sounding, you said you were leaning Memphis, obviously, as, as you said, but I just wanted to make sure because Le- game seven LeBron is kind of – so Listen, I think Memphis can't let it get to seven, if I'm going to be completely honest. Not. If they're going to win, yeah. they've got to win in six. Or I five agree with that. Four, but yeah. I agree with that. I agree. That's, that's definitely the case. Anytime you got a LeBron, a Steph, that's exactly why I was scared to death of Giannis last year. Because I thought even though they're down Middleton, you get Giannis in a game seven, good fucking luck. And guess what? Grant Williams outplayed him. So, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you get lucky. Uh, so long the Lakers can – be healthy, stay healthy, get to a game seven in Memphis. Yeah, it, it would be scary hours for Memphis yeah. facing LeBron in a game seven, but you never know. You just never know if AD can AD last that whole game because, I mean, we saw LeBron the other night. He played about 40-plus minutes and was gassed just trying to get past the T-Wolves. So, but I really do think they got a better chance of going deeper in the playoffs than the Clippers. Uh, if the Clippers had Paul George, this might be different. We don't know if he's going to be back game three later on than that. Who knows? Um, so right now, my final pick will be, excuse okay. me, the Lakers. And so you get back-to-back picks. That's right, and I get back-to-back picks. This one's tough. Let's get into the, the tougher section. Give me a second this. before. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, the top is easier <laughs> because, like, hey, who do I think is going to the finals? I'm yep. going to pick those teams. Now it's like, do I think this team's going to win more than this team in the first round? So it gets, yep. tough. It gets tough now at this point. Yeah, think about which ones are going to go game seven, you know? Yeah. You know what? <sighs> this one's difficult. This one's very difficult for me. Um the two teams I'm narrowing it down to, I believe, can not only push it to seven, but win their first round matchup, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Um, 
stuff would have to go their way, especially one team more than the other. Um, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Sacramento Kings. Hey, I get it. I think, I think there's, yeah, I yeah, think there's is. a world where they can beat the Warriors. I'm not saying that's a likely scenario. I'm not saying that's a likely scenario at all. I'm not even giving it fifty percent. But the Warriors on the road has been atrocious. I think mm-hmm. that changes in a seven-game series. I do. Uh, their defense has been atrocious at times. It looks like they're gonna have a full squad. It looks like Wiggins is gonna be back. And as I'm talking about this, I'm kind of like, what the fuck am I talking about here? Why am I picking the Kings over the Knicks? And really, the only reason I'm not picking the Knicks is because it looks like Julius Randle will at least miss game one. Uh, You know, you could even say he's probably going to miss game two. He's not cleared Mm -hmm. for contact, and he's got a sprained ankle. I think we'll definitely see him this series. But what's it look like if they're down 2-0? They'd be going back to MSG, and then, you know, Randle trying to gut it out, given his version of Willis Reed. By the way, Willis Reed, rest rest in peace to Willis Reed. I don't think we said that when he passed. So rest in peace to him, a legend. Um, damn. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm giving the case for like anybody who's gonna pick the Knicks. Cause, look, even without Randall, Brunson's a killer in the playoffs. We've seen that. We've seen that. He has no problem being down their best mm-hmm. man and carrying a team. And they got enough to win. They got enough defense there. Um, so you know, now that I'm talking about it, I almost want to reverse picks, but I'm not gonna do that because I do think Golden State versus Sacramento has huge potential to go seven games. So I'm gonna go with the Kings. Don't love it. Uh, I would have picked the Knicks otherwise. Almost think I should have, but I'm rolling with the Kings. I'm very unsure of this pick, as you can see. All right. So you went Kings. Yeah, you were. I you was big it. on the Knicks during the regular um, season. So I like the Knicks. I don't love them right now without Julius Randle. I understand Jalen Brunson showed without Luka that you're able to get something done. So I'm not definitely taking that away from him, but I think the star power of the Cavs is a little bit too much for that. I personally am going with the Clippers at this pick. I think Paul George could possibly come back games, hopefully may around game five-ish, and that could make this interesting. But if not, I still can peg this at a six-game series because I think Kawhi can get you one, and then I think the Clippers can get you one as a team. So I got, I think, as I do think Phoenix is a better team and going to win the series, and I would have them regardless of Paul George being there or not. That would just make it way more interesting. I've got the Clippers making this a tough, tough series for Phoenix, especially since the Phoenix Suns are still in the rather in their news in their first trimester, if you will. Yeah, I like it. All right, <clears throat> I got one pick that I can make real quick, and then I got a question. Absolutely, so, I'm gonna go with the Knicks. Yeah. Um, they're left. They're five seed, like Keenan said. They got Brunson. It's a little worrying that they don't got potentially Randall for a while, but I like the Knicks. And I think that they can run with it. The Cavs have a defense that I think is legit. Um, And I think that the Knicks will struggle with that without Randall. But I think Brunson can show up. I think Emmanuel quickly has shown that he can show up too. So that's my vote for that. Question for this. What's up? Can I pick a team in the play-in? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we do that, though, if they lose in the play-in, does that count it's as ready. a sweep it's or just count as That's nothing? kind of what I'm asking. It's kind of what I'm asking. We'll, we'll replace it. Look, we'll replace it with whatever. So, like, let's say if he mm-hmm. – say he's going with the Wolves, right? 
we'd have to replace it with the Thunder, basically. Um, so if I pick, so yeah, I mean, if you want to pick a playing team, right so if now, you pick, you know, basically, but if I do that, like if you pick the Wolves, you get the Thunder players. if they were in the event that they lose. There won't be enough teams. Will there be to everybody to draft? Yeah, because I mean, left right now. There's Brooklyn, Atlanta, Minnesota. Yeah, you, t- t- there's technically Brooklyn and Atlanta are teams who are already in. So you mm-hmm. could so you could do that. There's locks, yeah. So and they're already locked in. So obviously we each have one pick left. There's gonna be one team left off. So technically two teams, three teams left off. But yeah, so you are. Yeah. Two. Technically right? three teams, yeah. well, but like two spots left saying, off. Yeah. So you're good. Okay. Or one, two, five. So I am going to take a team in sure. the play-in. Yep. And Thunder. that team, nope. Oh. The Miami Heat. Hey. It's Jimmy Buckets, dude. Oh, shit. I thought he was going with hey. I thought he was going with the yeah, Wolves. Yeah, I know you guys think those things. I, I thought he was going with his man, Ant. I love Ant, dude. And I think that they might win. I, but I think that it's tricky for Ant because that matchup's going to be tough for them. Not only tomorrow, um, when they play the Thunder, I think that's a tough game for them. Just going into Denver is not going to be easy for them. Whereas the Miami Heat, it's the Miami Heat. They have shown up time and time again. It is Jimmy Butler. The dude is a playoff menace. Yep. I get that they have not been up to what they've expected to do so far. And they lost to the Hawks. Can I call timeout? Yeah. Can I call timeout? Uh, well, you said it right there. It, Cam, if you were giving this exact Monday same night. speech on Tuesday yep. or Wednesday or Monday night even, mm-hmm. I'm wholeheartedly there with you because I was going to pick Miami over <laughs> Atlanta. I'm yep. shocked they lost to Atlanta. Now too. they find themselves they find themselves facing they find themselves facing not only the Chicago Bulls, but DeMar DeRozan's daughter. And respond that's to that. Fair. That's fair. DeMar DeRozan's daughter did make them shoot under 50% from the free throw line the other day, which is a little wild. It's true. But it's Jimmy Buckets. And Buckets be missing layups, too. It's true. And this is what I'll say to that, too. I have no faith in the Hawks at all. I don't want to touch that team, to be honest. I'm worried about a minus five if I touch the Hawks. So I'm not touching the Hawks for that minus five sweep potential. And granted, I could have went for the Nets, but I wanted the bold. I wanted the bold heat. I want. I think they're gonna win a game, maybe two, maybe they'll get three, and that would be huge for me. I doubt that'll happen, but Miami wow, Heat. Okay, wow. Respect to. I respect. The, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll get, get twenty seven. <laughs> that would that would screw over my maybe, first pick. Maybe but. they sweep. <laughs> yeah, maybe they All get twenty seven. So, my last pick is actually going to be the Thunder. Uh, Kyle and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. The, this Thunder team doesn't have the same kind of talent, but they have like almost like a little raindrop-ish, a little salt bay drop of the old Thunder team to where sure. they're a young, talented bunch who doesn't understand that they're not supposed to be here. So they have the utmost confidence in the world that they can be there. Denver ended the season not playing great basketball. Jokic ended the season not playing much basketball. Do I think Denver is going to win the series? Absolutely. Regardless if they play the Thunder or if they play the Wolves. Absolutely, they are going to win the series. I just think that, and in both cases, especially if we're going with that format, I think Cat and Anthony Edwards can get you one game at least, if not maybe two. I think 
the way Shea works in the pick and roll, I think putting Jokic in pick and roll all day long will be very effective for him. And there are going to be some games where he leaves the best player on the floor. Obviously, Jokic is the best player in the series. But there are some games where you're like, okay, Shea might have been the best player tonight. So I think they can get one if not two. I don't think either of those will be a sweep, which leads me because I think Atlanta can get swept. I think the brooms could be taken out on Atlanta. Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn has a chance to be swept as well. They're tough. They're they're tough. They're actually they're doing pretty well coach wise. So like I think they can probably get one. Mikael Bridges has been playing great, but I don't see the Nuggets sweeping in the first round. So it negates that negative five. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. I'm going Thunder would be my actual choice, but technically the eighth seed in the West would be the pick. Okay. Um, let me say first, part of the reason why I did take Denver is I love their sweet potential against mm-hmm. either the Wolves and especially the Thunder. Uh, if they get the version of the Wolves that showed up the other night, which was Ants in the Pants, Edwards dropping, what, nine points? He had a he had a triple single the other night, I believe. Yeah, Ants so, in the Pants and Tom and Jerry. If they get that version... <laughs> <laughs> we get that version of Anthony Edwards on top of playoff Gobert... On top of playoff kitty cat towns, bro. Come on now. Come on now. I'm taking Denver all day I, I on that. Think, but I think they could dumb their way into one. You know, <laughs> I'd rather they could that's that's the thing. They have enough which talent why, to where they yeah. could. That's which is why like if the Thunder got in <laughs> if the Thunder if the Thunder got in though, I'm loving my chance at a sweep. I really do love that matchup more than the mm-hmm. Wolves, because I do think the Wolves could get you one. But I do love the sweep potential against them. But that was just to argue with Keenan. Uh, my last pick and the last pick of the entire draft is going to be Brooklyn. the Nets of Brooklyn, uh, formerly home of Kevin Durant, formerly home of Kyrie Irving, formerly home of James Harden, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Joe Johnson, et cetera, et cetera, now home to the most imo- most improved player of Camden, Mikel Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they get swept. I think they get one. Um this is low-key a rivalry. Unfortunately, Simmons won't be involved in this because he'll be off doing other things. Who knows where the hell he is. Um, so, But I do think Brooklyn does have a good enough team. I think they have high defensive potential. Uh, granted, if they get Claxton in foul trouble, there's going to be not shit they can do with Embiid. There's nothing they can do with him anyway when he's in the game. But especially if he's out of the game, what the hell is Brooklyn going to do? However... I like their chances a lot more than Atlanta even getting one game off of Boston. Uh, If they do get one, it's going to be game four because Boston's Mm going to win both games at home. Um, Game three, the refs will try to, you know, give that, you know, they always try to give an advantage to that home team coming down 2-0, their first game at home. But I don't think it'll be enough. And I think the one that they could get would be game four. And I'm just more confident in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. just – Sneaking out one against Philly, you know. Yeah. Doc's known to give up one here or there in the first round, you know, against a lesser opponent. So, and you never know, and Bede can get in foul trouble, then boom, you're stuck with Maxi and Harden. But I like Brooklyn's chances of getting one a little more than the Atlanta Hawks, who I'm shocked yeah, are in the seventh absolutely. position. So I gotta say, I'm surprised. Yep. So Atlanta's our team, the odd team out. I thought for sure it'd be one of the playing teams. Uh, Specific, uh, no, nah, I guess that makes sense because I think Keenan at least would have picked Miami <clears throat> if Camden yeah. didn't. 
and uh, the Miami pick's I, tough yeah. because I guess I, might have to I guess Atlanta get... does make sense because Chicago uh, could get you one. Chicago could get you. You might get Chicago, but like you said, Chicago. Chicago's at least gonna play hard. Uh, you know, Giannis is a load. They got yeah. more scoring options than um, Miami. I'll so, say that. Uh, so obviously we went through. I'm gonna go quickly through these. I'm gonna go quickly through these teams, and then from there maybe we could talk about more specific matchups, like what we have at this point and that point. But so Camden's five is Milwaukee, Memphis, the 76ers, the Knicks. And the Miami Bulls combo. Kyles. It is a nice five. Kyles is the Celtics, Denver, the Lakers, the Kings, and Brooklyn. And then mine is Golden State, Phoenix, Cleveland, the Clippers, and the Thunder Wolves combo. So. Not gonna lie, you just saying those out loud. I like both of your picks better than mine. You said you like and mine I had better double than picks yours. In the background, but I still got confidence. But yours, both, both, <laughs> both of y'all just—it just sounds better. It sounds better than yeah. mine. It sounds better. Not saying it is better, mm-hmm. but it sounds better when you hear it back. You're like, oh, fair enough. He's got them. All right. Okay. I slept on the Clippers. I will say that, and I'm—I'm I'm one who's been talking about. Oh, watch out for the Clippers in the playoffs. Yep. But that's a tough. If they had Paul George, man. I like them a yeah. little better, but I like it's tough. I like them. Um, I like it where I got them, um, especially. Kent. Mid fourth. It's a good pick. It's a good like value that. pick. All right, so Kyle, I have a question uh, for you. Camden having the number sure, one overall sure. pick and picking the Bucks would you would have the assumption that he has the Bucks winning it all. We'll get into kind of who he has in there later on. You didn't have either in the second pick. I had Golden State, which mm-hmm. gave you the assumption that I'd have them going to the finals possibly there as well. You have the Celtics. Where Do you sure. think the Celtics are going to be in the mm-hmm. finals? Do you think that they are, have, they're right on the outside? Like, What do you have, at least in your conference finals, and then we can go kind of from there and talk that. So what would be your conference finals? You don't need to break down every series unless you want to. I, can, I have all of them, so. So bef- before before I answer before I answer so you saying you guys want to go conference finals and finals Act- before we Wait, give no. first okay. round actually preview? no if we're if we're gonna give all Say let's first- give all let's go through the first round then the second sure. round then like let's just do it all then I don't want to go th- we, well, I mean if I you're mean, the whole first damn round, playoffs all right I, I mean does Camden have time for that <laughs> it is what I, like. I mean I th- you know I thought you know because <laughs> first round this weekend yeah. Give a first round preview and then you know give some light conference finals into the finals. I like. I mean, that. second round, it's important, but we'll be given second round. We'll be given second okay, round I mean, when the, the second, second round comes. We'll be doing quick. a preview before that. We know for a fact. We know for a fact what the first round is, and we we all have an idea uh, of what I our mean, conference finals essentially, are. Essentially, we kind know? of yeah. I mean, that's fine. We have to process of elimination by that sense because we'll know who's in the first round, and then we'll know who's in the conference. Sure, sure. Minute, so yeah, that's fine. Very true, but I think by the time we get to the second round, like when we can all reevaluate or you know pick and all our, our picks, second rounds would be different. What's, I'm missing so. a word here that I want to say. Reconvene when we <laughs> reconvene, we'll be able to assess. You know, okay, you know maybe maybe the Lakers are in the second oh, no, round, no, but maybe right. no, you're fine. You're fine. Thing, you're so fine. all that, all that. Um, so 
Yeah, which one do we want to do last? Do we want to do the we want to do I'll conference look, finals and finals right now? Let's go through the first and round then first. Do, kind of, let's let's go through the first some, round. Let's go through the first round first. Makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So uh, let's start because this is the first game of all the playoff games. Let's go Philly versus Brooklyn. Give me a series number for that because I got Brooklyn. Sorry. I got Philly. We'll say five games. It better be five. We'll say five. It better games. be five. They're, they want to win it all. They want to win it all. They they want to win it all. They can't. They can't give up two to Brooklyn. They if they're serious about it, they gotta at least gentlemen sweep them, if not sweep them. And uh, I'm giving them five pretty much just because I drafted them and I said I think they can get one. So I think it's a five game series, Philly over Brooklyn. Embiid showing why he's the MVP. Maxi showing why he's special. Uh, James Harden not really giving us much because he's gonna jog through the fucking series and try to get in shape. Uh, that's my prediction. Yeah. Maybe, maybe though Harden surprises us and is like, hey guys, I was just playing possum for these last two weeks. Uh, I was just getting in shape for the playoffs. I'm here. I'm here to stay. And if that's the case, then that's trouble for uh, for Boston, possibly. But yeah, Philly in five. All right, Cam, yep. you next. What about y'all? Similar boat with that one. I got Philly in six. Um, but I like the Philly in five idea as well. I, I, it's Philly all the way for sure, and they might sweep them for all I know. Um, yeah, all the same reasons as Kyle, Philly. <laughs> yeah, there's not really – with these series, there's not too much to get into with this one here. Philly in five, that's being generous. They should sweep, but Philly in five. Okay, all right. Uh, it's the second game. On Saturday, and we'll just keep it Eastern sure. Conference. We'll do Absolutely. Eastern Conference, and then we'll do Western Conference. Um, we'll do Boston, Atlanta. Uh, I believe I kind of just laid it out when I said Atlanta is the odd man out of our draft. I believe this is a sweep. It's possible that it could go 4 1 Boston. I do not think it's possible for Atlanta to win more than one game. Uh, new coach. Literally, the most camaraderie they had was the other night in the playing game. I do not think they can replicate that for a series. Um, not to mention, it's just a bad matchup in general. Boston's guards are big. Uh, Trey Young is kind of slight. They can get physical with him. And even if Trey Young went off, John Collins ain't going to do it. Uh, DeJounte's not really an ISO scorer. He can get you points. He can get you buckets. He's got moves. He's got, he can do it. But I believe if Trey Young's going to go off, they're going to hold the other in check. And they just do not have a third guy. Uh, Collins should be that guy. But he's just not – doesn't have a complete game for him to go out and get you buckets like that. Not in yeah. that system, at least. On another team, sure, but I don't see yeah. it happening. So, yeah, I got Boston got in a Boston sweep. got Boston in a sweep. Yep, season number uh, almost here. Camden, you? Yep, I got the C's, just sweeping them out of there. I love the Celtics. Um, yeah, the guard matchup is not going to work for them. I think that the Hawks' defense is not going to be able to match up with the Celtics scoring from three. Yep. And the Celtics' bench. They got the one of the deepest, probably the best benches in the NBA. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a sweep. And I don't think any of the games are going to be that close. So, And they shouldn't be. I think Boston... <clears throat> I think Boston probably Thanks. called Pat Riley and said thank you after they lost to the Hawks because not that Boston was going to lose that series, but that would have just been a tougher series. That would have Miami, went seven. Miami always plays 
Yeah, Miami always plays yeah, Boston six tough. Seven? Not that they have their number, but they just know how to play against them. We saw mm-hmm. in the bubble. They beat him last year, went to seven. Jimmy Butler missed a shot to possibly propel the Heat to the finals. That series would have been at least, to me, six. If not, it would have been like a tough, like it felt like six games, but in five. Atlanta is a cakewalk for Boston. They're, they're, Atlanta's going to try to out-athleticize out you, and they're not going to do that to Boston. Boston is a sweep. I'll say this, two things. One about Atlanta and one about Miami. Um, Atlanta, it's weird because they actually have a ton of talent. They do. It's not like they're talentless. They actually have the talent to go up with Boston. Mm-hmm. They're just not. They don't play well together. Um, again, they have a new coach. Quinn Snyder just joined, what, a month and a half ago? And I, he's a clear upgrade from Nate McMillan. Don't get me wrong. And Nate McMillan, I think, got yeah. shafted by getting fired. But, uh, you know, Quinn Snyder... Quinn Snyder, regardless of what team he's on, I think he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. Probably a top mm-hmm. 10 coach. Certainly top 12. Um, so I do like possibly what they have going forward. Yep. It's going to be an interesting offseason for them. But uh, it says a lot about where they are and where Trey Young is as a number one option when they got that much talent and we're picking a sweep you know, pretty much across the board. Maybe one game, right? We're saying maybe yep. one game. As far as Miami goes, just the fact that Boston didn't draw Miami, that alone could, you know, alter shit between yeah. them and Philly, you know? Because if Miami, like you said, even if Miami takes them to five, that's a tough five. Mm-hmm. They're going to make that a hockey match. Like, last year's series, the Eastern Conference Finals, that was straight out of the early 2000s. I've said mm-hmm. that time and time yes. again. It would be that again. You know, they would, the refs would have to let them play because Miami's just going to be physical no matter what. Uh so, you know, the fact that they do draw Atlanta, they're going to be four or five games an hour, and they're going to have they're going to be fresh. It's not going to be physical at all. They're not going to be injured unless, you know, someone yeah. gets a freak injury. You know what I mean? So, and the number one candidate for that would be Rob Williams. So, no, I think that helps them so much, not only in that first Ab- round, but the second absolutely. round. Absolutely. I be fresh, completely so. agree with you on that point there. All right. So, that was Philly. That was Boston. What's the next one? Let's do Knicks Cavs. I believe, gun to my head, if Randall was healthy for the series, I would pick the Knicks. He is not. We do not know when he's coming back. I think he'll be okay when he gets back. I think this goes seven, especially if he comes back between games one and three. Um, But I would have to give the edge to the Cavs, even though I would love to pick the Knicks. I really would. I'd love to see them get a second round. Second round games at MSG would be amazing. Uh, especially who would they get? They'd get, Milwaukee, They'd get yep. Milwaukee in that second round, hypothetically. So that would be a great atmosphere. But I'm going to go with the Cavs. Uh, I think it's in seven games. I think Donovan Mitchell, you know, takes some revenge out on the Knicks for not trading for him. Uh, Garland's a tough matchup. The fact that you got that as a combination, along with Jared Allen and Mobley, to protect you on defense, because Mitchell could be a plus defender, but he not he's yeah. not necessarily a plus yeah. defender right now. Garland certainly is not. But when you got those two towers behind you, it really doesn't even matter. Nope. Uh, their weak spot would be the three, you know, whether it's a starting lineup or their bench. But I really don't think it matters. Um, but I do think it's a tough series. I don't think the Knicks go down, you know, without a fight. It's, it's a Tom Thibodeau team. Uh, you know, given, you know, 
the Cavs are one injury away, though, from the Knicks possibly overtaking that. You know, and again, depending on when Julius Randle gets back, it's it's a tricky series. Again, if Randle's healthy, I probably lean towards the Knicks, just because. I don't know. Thibodeau can ugly up that series, and as we said earlier, you know the Cavs do have the number one de- defense, but Knicks are certainly they got to be in the top ten, I would assume, without me looking. But uh, they're a smart team, and I do think that goes seven, regardless of when Randall comes okay, back. Okay, Camden, what about you, buddy? I got the Knicks in six, man. Uh, it's I do. Uh, it's Madison Square Garden. It's Damn. the Knicks. It's time. It is time for the Knicks to get a win, dude. It is time. It's time. <laughs> and um, it's it's six. Yeah, six. It's six, and that's because I think the Cavs, as great as defensively as they are, they're young, and they don't have the playoff experience. But neither do the um, Knicks. But they got Tom Tibbs, which he knows what he's doing. I love Tom Thibodeau, so I'm going Knicks in six. And hopefully Randall comes and proves that for me. I also have them in my draft. Yeah, um, this is... Hey, Mitchell's got playoff experience, though. Mitchell, Mitchell does. Mitchell Brunson got about this. Yeah, uh, Mitchell's probably so, got a little more than Brunson. So, um, I've got the Cavs in six. Um... I don't really have anything to say other than I just think they're better. Like, that's um, – defensively, they're a better team, even though Tom Thibodeau does a very good job with their team. Offensively, I think they're better. Uh, Brunson can make big shots. He's been one of the best clutch players in the league this year, so it's not that they can't play. I just like – if things slow down, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Darius Garland, who both can go get you a big bucket. I know you have Jalen Brunson. It's not always ju- it doesn't always just come down to one singular player, of course. But I do like how JB Bickerstaff has been coaching them this year. I think the Cavs are just a better team. I would have them in six, regardless if Randall's there for every game or not there. I have. Them in I six. do. I do like the fact that we all picked a deep series because that means, you know, if you think it can get to six. You think it could at yeah. least potentially go to seven. So I do like that Absolutely. we all picked a deep series there. Uh, so we'll end with Milwaukee versus either the Heat or the Bulls. Um, man, I would be so much more bullish on the Heat had they just won against uh, against the Hawks. Now, if the Heat were to play the Milwaukee Bucks, I think that has more sweet potential than the Bulls. I think the Bulls are a little more complete right now. I do think the Heat could potentially get five. Uh, the Bucks are on a mission. You know, you guys compared Giannis to, like, LeBron in his prime earlier. It's one of those things, like, we're like, oh, you know, like, they got some weaknesses here and there. Like, LeBron's LeBron. We know what LeBron's going to be, you know. He's going to mm-hmm. be great as always. But still, playoff LeBron is just yep. another level from regular season LeBron. And I think that's going to be the case with Giannis. So, even though I like the Bulls better than the Heat, I still think both have sweet potential. I do like the Bulls just to get one more than the Heat. Mm-hmm. I don't think either one of them get two. Uh, I do think I do think the Bulls would make it a competitive five, four or five game series. Um, so I think either one of those in five games. That's me being nice. Five game series on either one of those. I'm going five on either one as well. 
Um, yeah, I don't think that either the Heat or the Bulls are going to pull off more than one. But I do think that the Heat would be a tougher five than the Bulls five games. I just think that they're going to play more physical. So I'm going Bucks and five. Bucks and five, possible sweep. Doesn't matter who is there. There's not much to elaborate yep. on. They're the they're arguably the best team in the league. Yep. Western Conference. All right, let's go. Let's start with the one eight. We ended with yep. the one eight there. Let's start with the one eight here. Denver versus either one of OKC and Minnesota. I really already gave this breakdown. Um, if it's OKC, I think it's a sweep. If it's the T-Wolves, I'd lean towards five. So five or a sweep, whoever Denver gets. I don't think it goes past a fifth game regardless. There's no chance that goes six games. Uh, Camden, you? I got either or five or six games potentially. I think that if it is the T Wolves, it'll go more likely six, and if it's the OKC, it'll go five. Just because OKC's young, that's it. Um, OKC is super fun to watch. Um, Nuggets have been here before, and uh, Malone knows what he's doing on the playoffs. So Nuggets in five. I've got the Nuggets in five as well. Uh, as, as I laid out, I think both teams could get one. I think the Wolves the Wolves are talented enough to get two. They're dumb enough to ruin that, to ruin one get of them. Zero. So they're, they're dumb enough to ruin, zero, to ruin both, but I think, they're, I think their talent naturally will balance out to get one. And then the Thunder, I actually think that they're young enough and they don't care enough to the fact of where they just yeah. will – they might be able to confidence their way into one just off of being young and brash. I'll use that or I'll use the word brash, but I think that they can I think each team can get one. Sure. I have yeah. one I have one question regarding the Thunder. Uh who the hell on that team is guarding um, Jokic? Who the hell on the Nuggets is guarding Shea? Not a one. That would be my retort. That would be my retort. Yeah, but I mean, literally, like, there's they don't have anyone, but the Nuggets, the Thunder don't have anybody like even like six ten to guard Jokic. Jokic's gonna average Jokic like forty five and twenty five. Jokic will on, play great if yeah. that's a matchup. No, he really will. I just think that, I think really that well. the Thunder can outscore them a game. That's essentially what I think. It's, I just think I, there's no one who's guarding Shea on that team. No, but I think it's more likely Shea has a bad game. It's a share or Shy. I always get the fucked up. I think it's more likely he has a bad game. No, than you're, if it was Jokic a one does, game, yes. You know? But for and even a five, if Jokic were to, four, then you got the Nuggets have to win four. I don't see out of all four games that Shy doesn't have one great game. I think he can get. I think him Giddy can get you one. I understand you think not, but I mean, and if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't. But I think he's good and, enough. They're good enough no. to get one. Yeah, no, I just don't. I just don't think. I just don't think anybody else on the Thunder, aside from SGA. Because Giddy can get other people's shots, but I don't think anybody can really create their own shot other than SGA. I mean, Whereas Dort's been Nuggets, doing nice, dude. You got Michael Porter Jr. Giddy, Giddy's at Dort's true, yeah. Dort's improved. You know what? You're right. Dort's, Dort's improved. Dort's a nice defender, too, dude. True, Nothing true. But I'm Jokic, saying, you know, one-on-one -on -one breakdown, you got to get a step. Yeah. True, true, true. But I'm saying, like, you got to get a step-back jumper late in the clock. It's really only SGA. Maybe Dort. Giddy ain't got really any threat of a jump shot. Uh, and you're right about that. Dort's definitely improved his offensive game. But you got two, whereas you got Jokic, MPJ, 
and Murray who can get you a bucket. Not to mention someone like Reggie Jackson coming off the bench. I just think the Nuggets uh, have more options. Pause for a second. But here I am debating whether they're going to get swept pause or not. Pause for just half a second. <laughs> All right, these next three series are going to be great to review. I can't wait to hear what y'all have to break down. We're going to go with Clippers-Suns. Off top, I think this is a six-game series, gun to my head. Phoenix winning. The more I do think about it, though, the Clippers have enough playoff pedigree on their team. Like, just about everybody on that team has been in big games to where I think they can make shit ugly Mm -hmm. on Phoenix, you know? Uh, Westbrook is not Westbrook of 2016, but I like him just as far as, from a physicality standpoint, I like him more than Chris Paul. I probably like Chris Paul as a decision maker much more than Westbrook, sure. But I think he could wreak havoc on Chris yeah. Paul in the half court, get into the rim. Uh, and when shit gets tight, here's the thing. It's it's kind of a, it could go either way. Like, you don't like them because yeah. they don't have much experience with each other. That lends That tends to lend that they don't do well in the postseason. But the fact that they do have a decision maker like Chris Paul and the fact that they have... Durant and Booker, two of the best one-on-one players, it almost negates Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even matter. Uh, So, really, the chemistry depends on, A, that bench, and, B, how Aiton fits in with them. And he's just such an immature player. It looks good so far, but he's such an immature player, you really just don't know. And if he gets in foul trouble, then you're looking at a lot of Durant at the five, which, again, might not be a bad thing. That might be – that might unlock them, for all we know. That's that's the thing. We just don't know. So – I do think it's a six-game series. We really don't know about Paul George when he comes back. He is practicing with the team, getting shots up right now. Um, I do think there's yeah. low-key potential for seven, though. I do see a pathway to that. And Kawhi's been playing out of his fucking mind. Yep. Like, we haven't even mentioned how well Kawhi's been playing yep. since the break. You know, so second half of the year, he's been going insane. So I would lean towards a six-game series. But you could talk me into a seven, but you could also talk me into a five-game series. This this series has a lot of variables to it, but I got okay. Phoenix in six. Um, Phoenix in six. Cam, you? I got Phoenix in seven. Um, I wish. I hope. I, I, I hope it's Phoenix in seven. I think this. He said. I yeah, would. I think that this series is the second most intriguing series of the first round. Um. I'm really excited to see this Sun teams do what they got to do mm-hmm. with Kevin Durant and Booker. But Kawhi in the playoffs has been nice, and I think Kawhi can do it. I think that the Clippers do have a team around them that can be legit. And just like Kyle said, I do like Westbrook better than I like Paul on that sort of matchup in some ways. And I like what the Clippers have done with Westbrook. He's not, like we said, MVP Westbrook. But Clippers have a chance with that, but I don't think it'll be enough. So I'm going to go Suns in seven. All righty. And I've got the – sorry, go on. Go on. I have a quick question. Oh, quick question. Just before hmm? before you answer, because hmm? we know you're picking the Suns, right? If Paul George is healthy, and this is just full team against full team, what's everyone? Cam's obviously still going seven. He's got seven right now. I would automatically choose seven yes. if Paul George is in the series. So I'm interested to hear what you'd say. And Cam, would you switch that pick? Would you go Clippers if this is That's a, a full toss-up, dude, but healthy team for the Clippers? I, I might go Clippers if they're full healthy just because they've had that much more chemistry together. And 
Yeah, I might go Clip, Clippers if PG is good. I might go Clippers. But I think I would stick with my guns okay. and go Suns, though, because it's Kevin Durant. I, I, I take that back. It's KD. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how guardable this team is. So, yes, that's where I'll go. So, I'll answer both questions. Gotcha. Um, if you have Paul George there, I'm going... I'm going Phoenix regardless. I got Phoenix in six now. If Paul George is there, I might still have six, but if it went seven, it's not shocking at all. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> I would have a coin flip See, seven. I, I'm not even, like, not even mad at a that. I think it's seven. a very heavily yeah. contested six. But if you got seven, I understand seven. I got the Suns well winning in both situations. Again, I understand it is a small sample size. They are 8-0 together. That is literally like one-tenth of the season. So we understand how small of a sample size that is. But Kevin Durant, when healthy over the last six years, has been absolutely, literally since he's touched the Warriors, I mean before that, but since really that Thunder series where he lost to the Warriors 3-1 the last three games, he didn't play well. From that point in the playoffs, he has been nothing short of phenomenal just about every single game. And, like, the last couple years, like, his run against the uh, two – I mean, other than last the last season, he was a little eh. – I just did forget about that a little bit. He was a little eh, but obviously we know it's Kevin Durant. One bad series is one bad series. I think that with him, with Devin Booker, the Suns have something to prove. They left last year down bad and out. <laughs> they were Luka clowned them out of the playoffs last year. I think that they have a chip on their shoulder. I would give them the nod regardless. Um, so I, but I do have Clippers. I sorry, I do have Phoenix in six over the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, two things I want to point out. <clears throat> last time we saw Paul George healthy, just a reminder, last time we saw him healthy, he was pulling off 360s uh-huh. in traffic. Yeah. So that's the level of confidence he was playing with, which might not matter, that you know, because he's not healthy. So I just want to point it out because he was dangerous. Um, other thing, Keenan mentioned how prolific Durant can be. Uh, you could argue when healthy, Kevin Durant, top six African-American, in, of all time? What? <laughs> in general, just alive. Stop. Just alive. Uh, okay. I'm not, it's not. I'm I mean, I mean, as long as one's being it doesn't matter. Camden appreciated that. Camden appreciated that. I thought y'all I thought wasn't going to laugh and I, I was going to be like, get I the fuck out of here. I thought there was something coming after it. So I was like, no, that's not a six. six. <laughs> what? No, what? What aspect are we talking about? Mind, remember, there's no Drake. There's no Drake. That's so, that, I mean, you know, Katie's got wrong. room there. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Top okay, six. What's, uh, what's, what's the next series? What's the next African-American-led series? That we <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. Uh, all right, let's go with Lakers versus Grizzlies. We'll save the Warriors series mm-hmm. for last because they are the defending champions. Lakers versus Grizzlies. I'm going to let y'all go because I'm still... Okay, I haven't gone first yet, so I'm going to go first. I know, back-to-back so speaking Kanda, what for you Keenan. Got? 
Love okay. it. Go ahead, um, go ahead, go yeah, I've got go Memphis ahead. in go six. Ahead. If this goes seven, I've got the Lakers. I don't bet against LeBron in a game seven. Same, I don't bet against Tom Brady in any game. No, I've got Memphis in six. So which is it? Memphis in six is my definitive answer. Oh, I'm not right. hedging anything. I'm just saying if it went seven, right. I would, I'd believe the Lakers would win. But I don't think it gets to seven. I think Memphis right. is just a better team right. than the Lakers are. I understand the Lakers have, to me, the Lakers have one way to win, and Memphis can beat you in a couple ways. Memphis can get out and run, but I also do think that Memphis in the, in the half court is not a bad team at all. I think Jaws a great playmaker. He's able to get other people involved. Bain can spread the floor. Well, the series is going to come down a lot to Dylan Brooks making open shots. I believe they'll have they'll have Braun probably guarding Dylan Brooks and him just playing center fielder a lot of the time. So a lot of this may come down to Dylan Brooks hitting open shots. I think he can do that enough to make him respectable from three and make the Lakers actually guard him. So, but I... Grizzlies Wait, fans don't know about Grizzlies that. Fan, that I he said can Grizzlies make shots? fans don't know I about mean, that. I mean, it's it's up in the air. I think he can make enough. I do think I understand he talks a lot, and I know he's gotten, especially this year, he's gotten this rap for being whatever people feel he is. But I do think that I do think that he's not going to shy away from it. It's just now if he's hitting shots or not. He's not going to. The pressure is not going to be too much for him. I think he's built differently in the sense that he's not going to just succumb to it. I just think it's either he's going to make shots or miss shots. And Jaws playing with a chip on his shoulder or the blicky on his side. Well, regardless, whatever it is, Jaws going to be playing ready to go. Not agent, hopefully, hopefully not agent zero. But. I just got to say, you know, yes. I was I was not expecting Dylan Brooks and built different to be. I mean, he's certainly not going to be built, I just shy from shooting I don't the mean ball, like he's. But can yes, he make them? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know, yeah, no, people I, be saying built different. Yeah, no, they're like, built different. Like about Katie and Bron. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I will, I, I will say this: Dylan Brooks dresses pregame like he's ready for a WWE entrance. Uh, last yeah. we seen him, last we seen him, he had a he had a perm, hair straight, looking like a top five member of light skin delegation. So I mean, that could do something. Has LeBron seen? Peak light skin Dylan Brooks. Like we don't know. Since Lance we don't know. So that could be something. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I did not even think of that, Keenan. I did not even think that of that. That was good. Man, he really is going to turn it up to 50 on LeBron James. I didn't even think about that. That's one thing, though. Memphis is not scared of LA at all. Uh, Camden, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Memphis is not scared. Memphis, I believe, had the best home record this year. I think they only lost six games at home. Um, I got Memphis in six. Like Keenan, if they go seven, good luck. But I really do think that it's Memphis in six. I think they win their two home games, and they take away one from L.A. in L.A., and they take another at home. So that's my best bet. Memphis in six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not scared of the Lakers at all. John Morant had his crazy chase down block at Staples. Fuck crypto. Staples Center. He had that two-hand chase down block. Um, look, I think Jaw's going to go off this series. Uh, like like Keenan said, I think Dylan Brooks, we're going to get the best version of playoff Dylan Brooks against LeBron James as far as an agitator. Uh, they have potentially the defensive player mm-hmm. of the year in Jaron Jackson. But, man, I'm feeling very much like the Super Bowl where everything – 
in front of me said, hey, Kyle, pick Philly. Pick Philly, right? But the Chiefs, they got Mahomes. They got Kelsey. They've been there before, right? And Memphis has been here before. But something about this series, I just see the Lakers winning. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, They didn't even look that great against the T-Wolves. They struggled against the T-Wolves. But, man, the deeper that series goes, as long as LeBron and AD are healthy, I think they can shoot about as well as Memphis, depending on what lineup they have on that floor, and they can clamp down a little bit. Again, it's a stretch. It's going to be a stretch, but it's certainly at least a six-game series. I think it goes seven. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm rooting for the Grizzlies. I want the Grizzlies to win. I want to see the Grizzlies and Warriors in a death match. We didn't get the seven-game series last year because Jock got injured. I'm rooting for that. But I truly think the Lakers are going to win the series. I can't believe I'm saying that. almost pains me to say that, but I do think the Lakers get it. Lakers in seven. And Sorry, did you say six or seven? Say that. I can't say that enough. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, again, um, I don't disagree. I don't fully disagree with what you're saying. I just think I think Memphis is gonna win, but like, if the Lakers win, I'm not gonna be baffled. And again, if it gets to a game seven, then I'm going. By the go way, if the gr- just I can't bet against him. Yeah, and and if the Grizzlies mm-hmm. even just had Stephen Adams, honestly, that'd be enough for me to say Grizzlies and six. But the fact that they really don't have a paint presence yeah. aside from Triple J. That scares the hell out of me, uh, and I don't think they're going to be handled to be able to handle Ja at all. But how are they going to handle? How's the Grizzlies going to handle the twosome of Bron and AD on the other side? I think uh, you're I right, know. completely. I but I do think there's a better chance that Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson can help stymie the AD yep. and Bron rather than Austin Reeves guarding Ja. Yeah. Not that you're, not, not think, neither are gonna work that great. Dylan, I mean, Jaron Jackson, yeah. Anthony Davis. It really is gonna come down to is Jaron Jackson going to get in foul trouble like he's apt to do? Yeah, if he gets fouled out, I mean, if Jaron Jackson gets in foul trouble, then the series can definitely go LA's yeah. favor, and that's not a bad bet because he is like yeah. top three in the league when it comes to fouls. Like he fouls mm-hmm. a lot. Carl Anthony Towns, the same thing. Carl Anthony Towns got that fifth foul against the Lakers and became. Look, became Kitty Cat Tom and Jerry mm-hmm. Towns. So I will say this: I think that the Lakers turn me, the ball over, and the Grizzlies transition game is what's going to win it for them. Is they're faster, and if they get out on the break, they're unstoppable in mm-hmm. that way for against the Lakers. I will say this: uh, I do think to add to Camden's point with the athleticism and them getting out and running. I do think the Grizzlies go up 2-0. I do think the Grizzlies have a coaching advantage in this series. Um, But I do think the Lakers can even it up. And I don't... I mean, everything I'm about to say is going to lean towards the Grizzlies. Because I don't think there's any way the Lakers could win in six. I think the only way they could win is in seven. There's no way they're sweeping them. There's no way they're making it quick work and getting Mm -hmm. the the Grizzlies out in five games. Uh, I certainly don't think they're talented enough to win six. But I do like their team, and I do like their balance a little better, especially if D'Angelo can give them something. He's a zero on defense. But if they can get one game where they can at least shoot the lights out, Austin Reeves has been playing much better. Malik Beasley gives them something. Uh, Vanderbilt gives them some presence, too. Um, if you combine that with all you need is four pretty good to monster games from LeBron and AD, I think they're capable of that. So long as AD can stay healthy, I think you know that gives LeBron a lot of help. Granted, 
if LeBron's playing 40 plus minutes, you yeah. still got to give it to Memphis. I don't know. There's a lot that does sway at Memphis's mm-hmm. way, but I do also think, you know, without having Steven Adams or Brandon Clark, that that makes a long it series it does. for Memphis. So it goes seven. I give LeBron the edge. I'm less confident the more I'm talking about mm-hmm. it, but that's just what I'm feeling. And that's just what I see right now, but I'm not entirely confident in it. So, but y'all got six. And I got then, seven. So good. Get to this like last it. one. And then maybe breathe. I know Camden's it's getting Camden. This bed. is my bedtime. It's getting dog. to his bedtime. So we, <laughs> we either, we, but we'll let's get through this one. I'll just, let's get through this Wife one is gonna here. Be upset. And then we can, we will assess the situation after. for sure. Absolutely. Again, go Sacramento, Golden State. We know we know which one it is. Warriors, Kings. Warriors, Kings. I think this is going to be the best series in the first round. I really do. Mm -hmm. I think that it has potential to defense out the window. I want 150 points a game, both sides. I want that. (laughs) I literally want that. But I do think it'll go six Warriors and six. I do think that the Kings can pull out two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, do you want me to go or did you want to? Okay, I'll go. Um, Keen, what you got? I echo the sentiments of Camden. I've got the Warriors in six. I think the Kings got a lot of depth. The Kings got a lot of energy, a lot of heart. That building's going to be electric game one. They haven't had a playoff game there in so long. I think their building might get them game one, but I think the, the Warriors. Beam. The war like the beam. <laughs> um, I do think, though, that Golden State's road woes, they have the most road wins in a series, like per every series. They have a road win in every series, and they're the longest streak in NBA history right now. I don't think that doesn't, I don't think that stops. So I do think they can get a road win for sure. They're, this team has a lot of pedigree to them, and then I've got, I've got Golden State in six. They were trash on the road this year, though. They were garbaggio on the road this year. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Bosh. <laughs> so I want to start off by saying I think the Warriors steal game one. That's big. Uh, that place is gonna be insane. Like I don't think I don't think y'all, because I mean, what the last time they were in the playoffs was what oh five or something like that. So you you guys were like real young the last time they were in the playoffs. I don't think you guys are ready for the type of atmosphere it's gonna be, it's gonna be on Saturday. Game. It's gonna be. Not just loud, but like deafeningly loud. I don't even know if deafeningly is a word, but it's going to be deafening in there, okay? It's going to be a zoo. That's exactly right. If they bring back the cowbells like mm-hmm. they used to back in the early 2000s, that place is going to be on par with uh, Oracle. Truly, truly. It Curry gets that loud. If you, um, if you have the Warriors I do have the Warriors in, in seven. One, Curry must be having 40 in your game one. True. He, <laughs> it's a good chance of it. Trust me, Curry's going to... We're going to see, yeah, we're going to see peak Curry, mm-hmm. peak Draymond in game one. Uh, and whatever you get out of Clay's, whatever. And and that's not to say Clay's playing back because he's been playing great. I just think Curry is going to go the fuck off in game one. And, uh, you know, Mike Brown, it's worth being said, he was the associate have, head coach of the Warriors. He knows everything they're going to run. Uh, where this does benefit the Warriors, though, we did mm-hmm. talk about their road record. I think Sacramento's like, at the most, an hour yeah. and a half, yeah, maybe less than that from uh, San Francisco and yeah, where they're Dream playing. Was happy you know? because so it's, a short drive. it's not going like to be much of a there. trip for them. But I do think 
if you're the Kings, you're catching them at the right time because, yeah, they're going to get Wiggins back, but mm-hmm. how conditioned is he going to be? So, I mean, you know, you're already an offensive juggernaut. They're already going to be able to shoot with the Warriors, right? Uh, GP and Wiggins are going to help, but I think they are just catching them at the right time. I do think, I think it's more likely that it's a six-game series than it is a seven-game, but I'm going to go with seven. I do think there's just more inside information with Mike Brown formally being on their coaching staff, so I give that slight edge to get it to seven but of course i have the warriors uh we can move right along though conference yeah. finals and finals picks camden you got to get out of here so yep. you want to give us your for first. sure my conference finals will be the um western conference will be the warriors hosting the nuggets and the warriors winning and then my eastern conference will be the one and two seed, the Bucks hosting the Celtics. And this, even though I took the Bucks to win it all in mean, my first pick, I'm going with the Celtics. And we're getting a rematch. We're getting, That's interesting. Okay. That's very interesting. I have reasons, I have reasons for this. very interesting strategy. I have reasons for this. Okay. Why'd you pick the Celtics first, though? I have reasons for this, and I'll get to that in a second. But I think the Celtics can pull this out. And win the whole thing. My reasoning between the Bucks is this. The Bucks, they legitimately have the best team. And I couldn't not pick them one. But the Celtics are a team that they can go off. And I do believe that the Celtics shooting can spread the floor out and their bench can in a way that's awesome. And I'm a Celtics fan. I do think the Celtics win the whole thing. Even though I took the Bucks oh at my one, God, this is such a cam thing to. to do. I love it. This is such a cam I had to. So, this so Cam, 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 two, two questions here. You got it. Or one, one statement. You said, I'm, just, I'm just gonna nitpick here. You said host Denver, the Warriors are gonna host hosting. the Nuggets. They can't host the Nuggets. Sorry, sorry. Because Denver's yeah, got home court. Yeah, but that's right, whatever. That's right. just, that's just a nitpick. Uh. I wouldn't have to ask this had you just picked the Bucks, but since you picked the Bucks for your draft and then picked the Celtics to win it all, let me ask you, which team do you have more actual confidence in? Because I have no clue given those okay, two answers. Okay, let me tell you. If you're going to pick yes. the Celtics to win it, but pick the, the Bucks first. Confidence-wise? So, gun to your head, who do you have more confidence in? If it's Game 7, Game 7 in Milwaukee, who you got? Game 7 in Milwaukee? I got to go... It's impossible for me to say. It's there's so many things because the Celtics have. You been, made it impossible. I, no, I didn't make it impossible. I just am flip flopping on both because the Celtics, right. they just have moments where they they show me they can't do it. But Jason Tatum can show up, and I think mm-hmm. that this is Jason Tatum's year to mm-hmm. put himself in this legacy and get that ship and say I am here. Okay. But. Giannis is the best player in the league. They got the best defense in the league, in my opinion. And their team is just electric. It's tough to say, but I do think the Celtics won the whole thing. I know. I know. It's just my brain. <laughs> one last one last question. One last question, and it's a three-part question. Uh, so in the conference finals, what's your series for the Western Conference like? What's the number? Sure. What's the number on the Eastern and Western? And then what's the number for the finals? For what's this? the number? Well, um, yeah. How many games Warriors, are these series going? Warriors in yeah. five. Not even a series. Warriors in five. 
Oh, shit. Okay. 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 And then I got the okay. Celtics in seven. That's confidence right there. Absolutely. Yep. Where's okay. my... Damn, in Milwaukee. Got you. Yep. Got you. Got you. Yep. So then we get the rematch. What's that look like? What's that look like? That is something I would be very excited to watch. And then I would have... What better way than for Jason Tatum... the first Tatum. ever NBA Finals tie. To win the final at the TD Garden in seven. That's my idea. Okay. Kyle, do you want me to go next okay. or do you want it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Go, right, ahead, so... go ahead. Go ahead. I'm still processing Camden's hedge of yeah, no, the Celtics and the Bucks. So I have Milwaukee over Boston in seven. I have Golden State over Phoenix in gotcha. seven. I think that F- Golden State... Golden okay. State can go 10 deep, but they have a legitimate eight. As we've talked about with the Suns, as we've talked about with the Suns, they don't have, they may have seven legitimately. I think you can win with seven, but they can win because of the brilliance of Kevin Durant, but that can be matched with the brilliance of Steph Curry. So then I, I do think this series does come down to more of rotational players who can make big shots. And I trust the Warriors group more than I trust the Suns group outside of your top guys. So that's why I lean the Warriors. I lean Milwaukee because I think they're just the best team in the league right now, and Giannis is completely – Giannis is an animal. I think – it's weird because I think that if Milwaukee beats Boston, Milwaukee will beat Golden State in seven, and that might even be six. I don't think the Warriors have a singular answer. They would have to put Kayvon Looney on Giannis – then Brooke Lopez is getting jarred by Draymond or Draymond on Giannis. And just, they don't have an answer for Giannis at all. So, and Drew Holiday is a person who can check Curry and give him fits. So I think that if, the, they see, if Golden State sees Milwaukee, they will get beat. But if Boston was to win that game seven, which they could, I think Golden State would beat Boston again. But I don't think this is going to happen. I think Milwaukee is going to win it all. And Kyle, you're you're good to go. Okay. I, oh, sorry, I had yeah, Milwaukee in seven. All, all of them in seven. I think all of them are seven game series. I think these teams are pretty close, but all of them. Are Let me ask y'all. This is just one question because you both have Golden State going to the finals. Um, Andrew Wiggins has not played, and not due to injury, but he has not played since I believe Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And now we're throwing him in. I'm assuming he's playing on game 20 one. 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, Mid-April. So that's just about two f- two full months mm-hmm. off. He's been doing conditioning all week, but he's not going to be in game shape. So y'all think basically, when do you think we're going to see, like, at least base level Andrew Wiggins? What, like, the end of the first round, mid-second round, early second round, immediately? When do you think we at least get base level He's hitting two or three threes a game. He's giving you plus effort on defense. I think immediately he'll be a good defender, mm-hmm. right? But when do you think he's going to be in full rhythm enough to make a true impact for them to where we're like, okay, Wiggs is back. This is a different Second team round. Because yeah. it could be immediately so or it could me, be. For me, I'm okay. a, quick ex- a quick explanation. Second round, I think that they are set up perfectly by playing the Kings because the Kings don't play defense. So offensively, they're going. Wiggins is going to be able to get a flow offensively. I think that 
with the lackadaisical defense that the Kings really play. They were they haven't been good defensively all year. Wiggins is going to be able to find himself open shots, open looks, and defensively, I understand it's going to be a tall task. He's probably going to have to see De'Aaron Fox some. He'll see Harrison Barnes some. But he'll be able to get himself back in conditioning, and I don't think the Warriors absolutely need Wiggins to win this series. Without Wiggins, nope. I think they could win the series. It would be tougher, but I think they could win the series. They can't win a championship without him. And no, a, See, I, mm. I think it's tough. I don't think it's like an easy series. I think it might even go seven, but I think they can win this series without Wiggins. I think that one's possible. I think they're good enough. Yeah. I think their pedigree is good enough to okay. get this one. They couldn't win the second recent round, regardless of the Lakers or Memphis. I think Wiggins, because of this, is going to be able to. Kind of like how Steph last year came off the bench off of an injury against the Nuggets, was be able to be integrated into the lineup because the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. They weren't really worried about the series, like losing it, because Jokic is great, but he's not. he can't beat them single-handedly. You're able to get Curry in there without having to play him 36 minutes. You're able to ease him into the playoff flow, and we know what happens. I think they'll be able to do the same thing with Wiggins this year. I double down on that. Okay. Uh, let me just say I, I looked at my preseason picks, and my conference finals was Warriors versus Clippers in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. and I had – the Bucks versus either the Celtics or Sixers. And I hedged because I believe I had the Sixers doing really well in the regular you season. Did. But, of course, I gave the caveat of James Harden. That's what I'm assuming. Um, my conference finals in the East is Bucks-Celtics. I kind of said earlier that I give the edge to the Celtics. Seems how they were my first pick. And for some reason, apparently not Camden's first mm-hmm. pick. Um, so I do think they make it. Against the Bucks, I do think it's a game seven. I would still give the Bucks the edge, like I did in the preseason. Uh, like you guys said, man, Giannis is just too much. Um, I mean, Camden does have them winning the Celtics, but I don't know, man. Giannis is on a mission. The Celtics were lucky that Middleton mm-hmm. wasn't healthy. Now everyone's healthy. Middleton's gotten now probably about two months of reps in. Um, so we're gonna see that team at full strength, absolutely. And we've seen enough lulls in the Celtics to. Give me enough question to see like if they can actually overcome that matchup. Uh, and I think it's worth pointing out this is Joe Mazzula's first you know, playoffs as a head Absolutely. coach. It's not Ime Odoka from last year, which, you know, that alone would give me, you know, a bit of an advantage. I don't, you know, him versus Budenholzer, I don't know. Udoka and Budenholzer, that's kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a wash. You know, Budenholzer's got a chip. But the fact that it's Mazzula, we just don't know what that looks like. You know, the playoffs are a different ball game. I do think they get to the conference finals. I do think they can push it to seven, but I would give Giannis the edge. So I have them coming out mm-hmm. of the East and the West. Um, you know, I picked the Nuggets before the Suns. I think that's a seven game series in the semis. And I think they overcome it. They do got their full squad. Jamal Murray's healthy. MPJ's healthy. Everybody's healthy. Uh, you know, this is, I want to say it's a do or die year for Jokic, but. This is the year. If there were ever a test, it's gonna be like we all assume. We all assume it's gonna be Phoenix. If if they don't get out of the second round, at least uh, you can actually give him like legitimate criticism for being like you need to get. I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) I would say. (laughs) I would say this. I would say this. If if the Nuggets in the second round against if the Nuggets in the second round against the Suns. And Jokic underperforms, right? Like if they they lose in six, and it's definitively because Jokic, 
then we can have something to say. If that's a seven game series and Jokic balls out and it's a, you know, they lose by one or two possessions, I don't think it's fair to give him, you know, like the type of criticism we gave Dirk when he, you know, bowed out in the first no, round no, no, here, no, no, you know, against Golden yeah. State back in the day. Um, but, you know, if he's definitively like pushed out of the playoffs, then absolutely you got to give him criticism coming off back to back MVPs, mm-hmm. being in the top three for this MVP Definitely. race. Uh, you'd more than fair to give him criticism. Um, I do think that's going seven games regardless in the second round. I think they make it through. I think they face the Warriors. We all seem to have a lot of confidence in the Warriors. I think that's a seven-game series, and I'm sticking with my preseason prediction, which I just found out was Bucks warriors I thought it was Bucks nuggets but apparently it was Bucks warriors um, Man, and I think that would be a seven-game series to the death. You see, I love seven-game series. I've picked a lot of seven-game series today, and... Uh, Shit, I'd probably go with Giannis because, yeah, like Keenan said, the Warriors would have absolutely no answer for him. I think it would be damn near basketball nirvana. That's how great the series would be. Uh, You'd get seven games. You'd get the best of Golden State. You'd get the absolute best Mm -hmm. of Milwaukee pushing each other to the brink. But Giannis is a fucking superhero, bro. Like, they call him the Greek freak. Nah, he's the Greek god now. Like, he truly is. And... (laughs) <laughs> I'm scared now with with Middleton, with him getting being able literally to rest maybe like three more minutes than he would last mm-hmm. year, right? And especially getting either Miami or or Chicago in the first round. The fresher he is, it's going to be scary what kind of numbers he puts up. Like he might average goddamn 37 and 13 or some shit in a series. Like it's, it's really endless yeah. what he could average in a series with a full team around him. Uh, with the shooters around him, he could average ridiculous numbers. But yeah, I got the Bucks winning it all. I think they'll be facing Golden State. Uh, for my money, that's, that's what it would my be. Preseason I pick. Did not have this confidence in Golden State two weeks ago. Might as well. Might as well. I think we each had the Bucks winning over Golden State prior to the year, season because mm-hmm. I was pretty shocked that you picked over Golden State. Um, Damn, even guy, still, it feels weird to pick over Golden State. <laughs> it feels weird to pick Golden State to go given given the season that they had. What's up? Wait, well, sorry, what was that? What you said? I just said I'm <laughs> an you objective say? guy, Kyle. Curry doesn't win every year. Tom doesn't win every year. I mean, I like him, but that doesn't mean they win I, every year. I, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it truly feels weird to pick the Warriors to go that far after the season they had. They really had turmoil, and I could absolutely see them. If you told me they lost in the first round, I'd believe it. If you told me they lost in any round, mm-hmm. I'd believe it. But I don't know, man. They're going to be tough to get out of there in the playoffs. Clay's playing well on top of Curry being, you know, playing like Curry does. Draymond has had a good Draymond season, despite him being a zero as far as uh, shooting the ball. Yeah. But I don't know, man. If Wiggins can at least come back to a base level, right, they're going to be tough to get out of here because they really can turn it up on you for a seven-game series. And, uh, look, they're going to get tested immediately with Sacramento. So we'll find out right away. Absolutely. That. And tough to get out of here. And really with Milwaukee, we're not even – we're not even. Milwaukee's not even going to really get tested, I think, no. until the third round. Like, yeah, if they get Cleveland, Cleveland will throw some haymakers at them, but I don't think it's like – I don't think it will be a true, true test the way Boston or Philly will test Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And I know, Camden, I'm sorry. We were tough to let you out of here, as we know. 
Hey man, yeah, I had fun. Thank, thank you, I thank you very much. We're obviously during the playoffs. We're gonna have to have you on. Yeah. Maybe after the first round, just to check in on how for our sure. bracket's doing and, and how everything's going great. there for sure. Yeah. Hey, always a pleasure being on the Warner Brothers podcast, man. Thank you guys. Sure. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. This was the Warner Brothers podcast. Like, subscribe, follow. Go watch us on YouTube. All that. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever streaming is available. Listen to us. Uh, we're out of here. Enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy the first round. Be safe this weekend. Uh, by the way, if you're a UFC fan, Holloway versus Arnold Allen, that'll be great. That'll be going probably during the uh, Golden State Sacramento game. Mm-hmm. But this was the Warner Brothers Podcast. We will see you next week. Camden, thanks again for joining us. Thank once you again. guys.